Here's the drill. I'm your history teacher from now on. We will call this class Gaming History X. We will discuss current events. What's up, everybody, and welcome to Gaming History X, the video game podcast. I am one of your hosts. My name is Fred Rojas, and joining me today, as always, from the East Coast, is my uh, my partner in crime, Mr. Trees. How are you doing, sir? Pretty good. Uh, I have to confess to something, Fred. Okay. <laughs> so, it's not even a confession. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. But, uh, you know, I have to say, I have to apologize for the last few shows I've brought some pretty, like, heavy, like, drinks. Oh, you know, okay. Yeah. Like beers. And, uh, and, and, you know, by the end of this show, I, I realize I'm, I'm pretty, like, logy. Sauce. Yeah. By the end of the show, I'm, I'm very, I'm slowed down, not talking much. Oh, okay. Heavy eyelids. You know what I mean? The night's and, growing, uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Especially since uh, before the show start, usually, for uh, a pulled pull back the curtain for the listeners is uh sometimes before the show starts fred talks to me like like uh, a parent talking to a kid and he's like this week we'll keep it at an hour and 30 and we're like yeah all right definitely man he's like yeah yeah because we got you know this shit going on this lives the lead and i'm like yep and then two and a half hours later we're like what the fuck are we doing it's like midnight i gotta go to bed but this week um i have no alcoholic beverages with me mm. But what I have is, uh, you, you know, okay. I, 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 no. Oh my god, I wish. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> <it's> amazing. <laughs> We'd bang out like four shows today. I'd stay up all night. I'd call Jam up. What time is it over there? I don't care. I'll get up. But uh, you know, I stopped drinking soda as a main beverage a while ago. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but. There's a time of the year when I, I buy Mountain Dew again. So I'm not allowed to buy Mountain Dew. I get in trouble. <laughs> okay. uh, but it's that time of the year where they put Baja Blast back in the stores. Oh, yeah. Because I don't go to Taco Bell to get it because I think Taco Bell is shitty. So I don't I don't go there. I don't like ta- I like fast food, uh-huh. but I don't like Taco Bell. See, I do like their nacho the fries. I, I like love, nacho fries. Well, those nacho fries are the bomb. But um, I like nacho fries. But I, I just don't like the, the tacos. But – uh. You know, if we, if my friends at work do a like a Taco Bell run, there's one right near our work, mm-hmm. and they and I I they they bring me back a Baja Blast, but generally I don't I, it's, I don't drink it. So now it's in the stores for a limited time every like once a year around this time springtime. So I have a 12 pack. So I'm sitting there. I have two Baja Blasts. Oh one's yeah. Already, one's already pretty much gone. Oh, I have a nice yeah. old one. That I just got when I went upstairs to do, do the few little chores I had to do, and uh, so hopefully, uh, high energy. Yeah, and we'll I'll, be time we, traveling by the end of the night. I will keep this high energy up. <laughs> I realize when I'm drinking two giant pints of like you know, uh, d- double chocolate stout and shit. It's not oh, good. Yeah. It's not good. It's it's not. It doesn't help anybody. Well, I, I, you know what? I don't drink during our show, but not because I'm, I'm scared to. It's just because, uh, you know, it's not my weekend. Um, and I, I really don't care when I drink. But, uh, but uh, yeah, when I'm, when I'm doing podcasts, I've learned that alcohol mm. disappears on me. And I've had many shows uh, 
mm-hmm. the past, I, I, I probably stopped drinking on shows uh, quite a while back um, because, yeah, that's what'll happen. I will uh, look and suddenly I've had four and I drink mm-hmm. whiskeys. And so when I've had four whiskeys, you don't tell in the chair and then you stand up and then you're really then in you, trouble. You feel it. <laughs> yeah. you ever, I've done that at the, uh, at the bars when I was younger. I used to drink uh, vodka on the rocks. Yeah. <clears throat> with like back in the day when I used to think Molson Ice was a good beer when I was in my early twenties. Oh, it's not. <laughs> no, not really. It's not. <laughs> it's it's just a headache machine. <laughs> it's okay, a, okay. it's a it's a magical headache induce in uh, you know, inducer. But um, and I would that's what I get. I get uh, absolute on the rocks, and the bartender would say, "And uh, would you want in that again?" I go, oh, nothing, just just a vodka Ice, and yeah. And when the bartender would make a face at you, like, ugh, you, you know, you know, you, you probably shouldn't be doing that. Well, and I used to get that, and and then a Molson ice, and I'd just sip them back and forth, mm-hmm. and then I'd have like, you know, I I just do the one tumbler of vodka, and then I just get biz, and then yeah, I would get up and go, oh, I thought I was all right, but and then uh, gravity kicked in. Yeah, suddenly I can't count to ten. Um. I, uh, well, and I, I am not to get too much into it, but like I'm on a, uh, my, my lifestyle diets. I don't uh, <laughs> what? This is the way you said it. I don't want to get into it, but, uh, <laughs> no. I'm a really bad alcoholic. Uh, <laughs> I don't, no, I don't want to get into it. You know what? This I, was, I was well on that trail for a while. Um, and then I quit drinking for a year, um, because yeah. of a stomach problem actually. And he just said, well, just in case, why don't you quit drinking for a year? Yeah. And so I did, uh, and I, I come to find out that that's the universal GI thing. If you go see a GI doc and he don't know what the fuck is wrong with you, he'll mm-hmm. usually tell you to quit drinking for a year, and in that year, lose 10 to 15% of your body weight. And so I'm all proud <laughs> of myself because I weighed like 200 pounds. Uh, I, I, no, I probably weighed 215, actually, and I'm only 5'10", so I'm not that tall. Um, but I am more muscular. Anyway, I dropped down to 190-ish, 195. I was real proud of myself and quit drinking. Uh, I'm back to like 190 now but like de- like down but that was harder because once i went back to drinking the weight comes back um mm-hmm. because you can say no to chips when you haven't been drinking anyway um so but i'm on uh, my lifestyle diet is is pretty much paleo which is kind of like the caveman diet i adjusted a little bit i don't stick to rules as much mm-hmm. as most people but my general rule is no grains no processed foods no sugars um and you're Mostly sticking to fruits, veggies, and meats. Oh, good. And you I'm, just I'm, go to town. I'm on a diet too, but it's uh, take what you're doing and do the exact opposite. <laughs> well, and you know what? I really fucking miss it because, like, yeah, I love chips. I love, um, yeah. I love, uh, 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 sorry, um, cereal. I love cereal. Um, yeah. And sandwiches. And you have to do weird, inventive shit now. You have to eat a burger mm-hmm. with two lettuce leaves on either side. But anyway. Mm-hmm. But but I do a cheat day once a week, which means any I just go to town. I just eat whatever the fuck I want, nice. and and that that works out, and I don't gain like really any weight. But here's the other thing that has to go with that kind of diet is no sodas, no diet mm. sodas, mm. not even fucking like you know like like flavored water. You you aren't technically supposed to do, and I try not to, and no beers. Mm. So you you heavily restrict what you can drink. I basically live on a, a steady diet of liquor, um, coffee, <laughs> tea, and water. And from a liquor standpoint, I try to have no more than two drinks in a single night, and no more, and drink no more than three times a week. And mm. 
this weekend was Cher's birthday. Were you aware of this? I was unaware uh, of this. Cher, the singer? Yes. It's her birthday. Although I'm not allowed to ask how old she is, but it was her birthday this Saturday. I was I I don't know why I would be aware of that. Well, so my wife was throwing a party and it wasn't until later that I realized it was a share party. Um, so there were lots of uh, women and occasional great and an occasional cross-dressing and or gay man in my in my house. Sometimes that overlaps, sometimes it doesn't. She has um, to be up there though, right? She was uh, old sure when I was a kid. I'm sure she's in her 70s. Like when I was a kid, Sunny and Shea was an old thing. <laughs> yes, it was. Uh, yes, you know what I mean? Like that was yeah. an old that was an old timey thing when I was a kid, and I'm 44. So Shea must be in her 70s. She right? absolutely has to be in her 70s. Has to be. Let's find it's, out. Because back go. when she she was prancing around in, in g strings and stuff on a on an aircraft carrier, yeah, she I got was to watch old. that. She, she was, was seventy two years old, seventy two years Bang. old, and May twentieth was actually her birthday. So we celebrate on Saturday when it was actually Sunday that was her birthday. But anyway, okay. Um, but uh, but yeah. Uh, so so I tried to be responsible, as I pointed out right there. Uh, mm-hmm. With with my restrictions, somehow or another, there were Jello shots involved, and I didn't do Jello shots. But then, next thing I know, I'm about uh, I had two beers, and those mm-hmm. weren't light beers; those were like like imperial stouts. Nice, <laughs> yeah. One was called Dragon's Milk, okay. and the other one was from um, Stone, who do the Arrogant Bastard IPA. They right. made yep. a a Mexican spicy hot chocolate stout. Gross. It tasted really good, actually. It was pretty yummy. Um, I had those two, and then somehow I additionally had a uh, a whiskey neat, and mm-hmm. then I did later in the night, and I, I I didn't black out or anything, but like I just no. remember I was I was feeling good. Later in the yep. night, uh, I apparently did a half shot of whiskey and then a full shot of gin um, with and, and uh, then, individuals. And then you sang share karaoke. No share karaoke, thank God. Oh, um, boy. Yeah. We watched Mermaids in Burlesque, and I tried to care. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so when you when you go over the, the edge like that, sometimes your body just in the morning just goes, I wasn't hungover or anything, but my body was like, that hurt. Yeah. <laughs> that hurt. Yeah, yeah to, to roll it all the way back to when you said, you don't drink on the show because it's not your weekend, like, I think I need to uh, say again to people listening – that it's I weekend. don't drink usually, but I have Monday, Tuesdays off of work. So this is like right. my night off. Just so if you know, I don't want people thinking I'm just uh, boozing it up every night. You know, you know, at at our ages, there are plenty of people our age group that are, <laughs> to be yeah. honest, that oh, aren't definitely. even at alcoholic status yet. But if they're not careful, this is right. This is the age right around I'm, the decade that you and I have between mm-hmm. us, pretty much. That's the age where if it's going to set in, it's really going to take hold and go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have. I work with people that are like, I can't get wait to get home. I got a twelve pack waiting for me, and I'm like, dude, it's one in the afternoon. But yeah. <laughs> well, I don't really care. You know, I have ki- I tell people that like, it, it's not weird for me to have a couple whiskeys at like noon because I have kids, and so if I want a video game at night, there's no way mm-hmm. I'm drinking at night really anymore. Like, like no. not too often because it's a, it's a, it's a, uh, you know, a direct feed to to mm-hmm. falling asleep, um, and. And we've talked about it. I've fallen asleep sitting up playing games. Um, but yeah, so I decided when I have nights like that, and they're not too often, but when I have nights like that, I decided it's a good time to just do the refresher. You take a good few weeks off, no drinking, mm-hmm. sticking to, to teas and, and, and coffees mm-hmm. and water. 
um, and just just uh, just just being good to the body. So there you go. Yeah, no, I'm so no. So I'm I'm, I'm not- on my my no drinking, but you know I'm gonna fuck that up right when E3 hits because E3 I buy a bottle of Maker's Mark 46. It's my preferred whiskey, mm. and I'm not saying I go through the whole thing in that week, but I'm not mm-hmm. saying I don't. <laughs> okay, there you go. There you go. But uh, but yeah, so. Um, Enough about that, but yeah, yeah, no, no, no. like uh, drinking normally is, uh, like I said, if you can keep it in check, I, I think people worry a, a little bit too much about it. I think right now is a very popular time mm-hmm. for people to, um, uh, like in general, regardless of your age, it's a very, mm-hmm. it's a very bad time to be a smoker and a drinker um, because yeah. they're very easy things for people to attack. Um, meanwhile, the average person who's judging the shit out of you for being a smoker and a drinker is mm-hmm. often smoking pot which i don't think is any different i think it's just a lateral move especially with nowadays i think Mm -hmm. it's just in parallel to the rest of those but i just really hate it when my pot smoking friends judge me for drinking (laughs) yeah when i was uh in my eh, 20s mid 20s late 20s uh i when i had my own place i was definitely uh like a drinker of Mm -hmm. heavy heavy things like not not liquor but heavy stouts and you know, stuff you oh, couldn't yeah. see through and cigars. Like I, I had like oh, a humidor man. box and I had a, rec- and a reclining couch and I would sit and watch movies and, you know, all that stuff. But I, and then the cig- the cigars fell off a little, you know, little by little. Yep. And uh, the truth is I'm more of a sugar guy, like soda. So I when I know. game, <laughs> when I game or like, you know, like I had a hot day, like mowing the lawn and shit, or, um, you know, I'm fi- like I said, at night I'm finally sitting down a game, like, I want like a soda. That's not, I don't want a beer. Like, you know, people crack a beer. Oh, I'm going to have a cold one. I'm more of like, uh, yeah, I want like a, a Red Bull or a Mountain Dew. Well, it's funny <laughs> you mentioned that. Um, and I'm sorry to go off on this side tangent, but I'm actually more fascinated with this conversation than most of the games I've been playing. So, um, but, uh, but it's funny you say that because um, I was actually reading, uh, there was an intro, you know, I told you about this. I traditionally at this point do not like the games press. Like, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say I hate them Go or anything. I just don't like the game they have to play to 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 stay afloat is really the game, is really the, the, the point. I don't really judge them as people, but really the bullshit they have to go do. Um, those people at IGN are selling their souls. Anyway, but occasionally I read these, these interesting stories, and one of them was about the, this guy who was talking about... Um, there was like a study, but fuck the studies. Like, everybody who's a gamer will know this. You don't need a study to tell you this. We get into patterns, and it's mostly patterns that were established either in our late teens or early 20s. And we just, it's up to you whether you shake that or not. And so mine was, I didn't drink until I was 21. Mm-hmm. But right after college, when I got out of college, and I was a little later to college because I left college for a while and went into sales and actually made more money in sales than I ever have since college, to be honest. Um, I'm getting back there. I'm almost to where I was, uh, but it's it's really sad to think that when I was 21, slinging cell phones in a business-to-business standpoint, I was making more, pretty much the same amount of money as I'm making now, and that's kind of humbling. In fact, I was making more. I just knew it wasn't sustainable. Um, but, uh, but that being said, I had a buddy, and he was a hardcore drinker, and he had failed out of college and he had like a year before he was going to get back into college and get back on the horse. And his parents are rich. And mm-hmm. um, his parents are pretty responsible in terms of like how they handle that money in that they gave him a place to stay. 
They let him stay at their house. And his parents are rich enough that they have multiple houses. So he's, he moved into the house that was not used very often by his parents. And he just tried to better himself, tried to get into good shape, trying to lead a healthier life, trying to do this, that, or the other, um, and then trying to get prepared to go back to school. But he basically got a free year to just do whatever the fuck he wanted. And mostly what he wanted to do was drink uh, relatively large quantities of alcohol between 10 p.m. and 2 a.m. and play video games. And... Mm -hmm. I would basically started doing the same. And again, I wasn't drinking as anywhere near as much as him. Um, but the thing was, it was just that habit, like you're talking about, to come home from a long day at work. Uh, when I had started working, um, Julie was back here in Kansas City, and I had moved to Chicago for my job. And my roommate was a server slash bartender, so he was working when I would get home from work at like 6 p.m. And so from 6 to like 11, when I would, you know, talk to Julie for a little bit on the phone when she'd get home from school and then go to bed, you know, there was just nothing to do. So for five hours a night, I was playing video games, which was fucking amazing. Um, mm -hmm. But it would be my tendency to just have dinner and then crack open, you know, a beer. I'd probably have like eh, one to three a night and... Um, and, and just play, you know, and, and, and play with this dude. And you do get into that habit. So I got into a habit where like every time I would sit down to play a game that I was really pumped for, it wasn't just any night I would play, but when I was playing a game I was really pumped for or playing online against people or something like that, I would always want to have a drink or two. And I had to break myself of that. And mm -hmm. that's what this article was all about, how this guy would smoke a joint and then he would play video games and he had to break himself of that. And um, I've successfully broken myself of when I'm done mowing the lawn and when I go to play video games of wanting an alcoholic beverage, specifically a cold alcoholic beverage. And I don't anymore. Mm -hmm. um, but it's hard to break that. And I wonder if you didn't if you didn't crack a soda every time you've played games for as long as you probably Maybe. remember. Maybe. So. I have no idea. I mean, I, I remember the worst of it was when uh, my previous marriage, when I had this uh, my old my older house. <clears throat> We had this fridge, right? This is how funny it is. We had a fridge and had an ice like crusher in the door. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I never had a fridge like that. I always had regular I, I always lived in apartments, right? So I never had like I just had a regular fridge, right? I'm same as you, yeah. So this house came with all of these fridges that had the water and the ice like yep. grinder in the door. So I would like and this was right when Mountain Dew Voltage came out. And that's that fucking windshield washer color. Oh, I know what Dew. voltage is. I was never a Mountain Dew guy except for Code Red. Diet Code Red was my jam. Ugh, but yeah. Uh, but yeah. yeah, and voltage is it, it's literally like drinking melted cotton candy. So, like the taste of it is like, you know, if I have it now, I cringe. <laughs> like it hurts my tongue. It's so sugary. But I was a I I remember I would get a I'd fill a giant glass like. a giant glass with crushed ice to the top and i'd just bring cans of voltage with me and i'd sit on my gaming room couch and i would just keep filling up the the crushed ice you know with this and it was the, the greatest <laughs> thing and i remember when i was uh with rob turbo we played through uh blood in the sand there the 50 cent game a gem yeah in like two sittings and at the time i forget what tiger woods was out at the time uh, but I was playing that. It had to have been Tiger Woods 10 or 11. 
It was the it was the one where maybe they didn't use his name, but he was still the poster boy. Oh, the, the the oh, that was the pro tour one. Yeah, pro the tour masters. one. Yeah, the masters. masters. Yeah. It was the masters, right? <laughs> and of course, I had my Kratos, my Kratos golfer, and uh, <laughs> but I went on a not that that game was great because it hasn't been a great Tiger Woods game in a while, but I went on a tear, and I think I almost went through a twelve pack of voltage in one sitting, and that can be good for you. And I remember going in to get another one, and there was like two left. And I was like, "That's not good. That is not good. You're not supposed to drink that much Mountain Dew in one, like one go." Again, I'd be lying if I said I hadn't done that with beer. <laughs> right. So. So. Uh, and the good news is, it's no, it's no worse for me. Uh, like, uh, like I mean, alcohol and and sugar. It's it just depends. Pick your poison. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, the difference is, I don't know. I could be wrong about this. I don't know if soda is as addictive as alcohol. I'm sure there are people think- on both sides of that that would fight that argument. I know caffeine's more addictive than alcohol, but we're really splitting hairs at that point. Right. Um, but I mean, that being said, if I didn't drive, there's really no difference to drinking a bunch of alcohol in a night or drinking a bunch of sodas. They're both things you want to try to avoid. Right. But, yeah. Um, my problem is I need a drink, uh, I need a non-alcoholic, non-sugar, preferably non-processed drink that's not fruit juice. You know, Uh like I don't, even if it's natural fruit juice, I don't want to drink a ton of it. I need a drink like that. And somebody said iced tea. I don't like black tea. And so, um, and, and to do tea bags, you have to prep that so much in the future. I just don't want to do it with like herbal teas and stuff. Uh So I'm wondering if there's anything else. And I know people will probably tell me that Mio stuff, but it's all chemicals. So like assuming I'm some right. hippie fucker who like doesn't want to drink that kind of stuff. Like I'm trying to figure out what there's got to be, right? Like a low sugar lemonade or something that's made with stevia or something. I don't know. I got to find something because <laughs> that's the problem yeah. is, is it's I, called, I what? It's called, it's called water and Damn ice and squeeze, squeezing lemon juice into it. No, I don't want to be that person either. Um, I need no. to find something though because well, lemonade. Because like you're saying, like it, this weekend it's going to be 90 degrees, and I know it's Memorial Day weekend, which is traditionally when people go to lakes and go to pools. Fuck all, every square inch of that. I'm taking my daughter to an air conditioned version of showing of Solo, and 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 we're staying indoors. Like I am, I'm not, uh, I'm not that type. I'll take my my daughter to the pool when it's open and she likes it, but everyone's going to be there this weekend. Fuck that. But in 90 degree weather, you suddenly go, you know, coffee and tea. Those are hot drinks, and water can only take you so far. And if you're cutting alcohol, which I am, otherwise I'd have mojitos. That's what I'm going to start making is mojitos with um, – maybe I've answered my own question. What I need to make is like a virgin mojito. I need to make something with like seltzer water and like um, and like lemon and lime and stuff. But I wish there was something in between. I need something that's like a diet soda but not a diet soda. I don't know what the answer is. Mm. These are know. problems trees would never have. He just no. he just does it or he doesn't. Yeah, um, go all the way. <laughs> Tahitian treat. That's what I need. I need to go have some Hawaiian punch. Um, but uh, but yeah. So on that note, um, mm-hmm. I watched. I was telling you about this pre-show, but I'll just get it out of the way real quick. I watched Jaws in 3D. Jaws 3D, like not red and blue 3D, like legit uh-huh. 3D goggles on on my 3D TV. How was it? And it was I. I you know what? I was quite. Um, I quite enjoyed that movie. Mm-hmm. I I should tell you I enjoyed Jaws three probably more than the average person does. Is um, I Jaws three D 
since you just watched it, it's yes. fresh in your head. Yes. I remember being in the theater with my buddy. We brought this kid, neighbor kid, right? Okay. He was so I was under the age of ten when that came out because I was still I was living in my first house, so I was under the age of ten. And I went with my brother, and there was these br- two blonde kids that lived across the street. One, I remember one kid's name was Hans. I, I was knew up. you were going to say that. Right? Which <laughs> I was I like, don't. is it a Swedish kid name? Yeah, they were weird. It was Hans. <laughs> and I thought that was a weird name. And I forget the other kid. Yeah, the other name. one was Franz. I know you're making this up. <laughs> it wasn't Franz. It was Hans and something else. And those kids came with us. And I remember there was a scene, and Hans was sitting in the aisle seat, and he was the youngest of us all. And I remember he moved his head. So violently to the side to avoid what was coming out that he threw his glasses like into the aisle. Yes. He couldn't find them. And was there a scene where they first arrive at the park and there's like a, a sculpted dragon head with a tongue or something? Yes, there is. And That's it, the underwater gal- Spanish galleon tunnel. Okay. Um, and, and like, and, and for people who don't watch 80s uh, 3D <laughs> movies, they love to have scenes like this where they would just like do a slow blatantly you have stuff yeah, something out the coming at you and it would stay on it for like five seconds i just remember hines like threw his head to the side well because that tongue yeah that's that's probably one of the more intense shots and you know what the other one that jumped at me so much was when jaws 3d comes up on the screen that really yeah that's pretty popped good out of the screen like much more than the rest of the the the, the it's the same like if you've ever watched Superman, uh, for people who are, who are talking, the, the 1978 Superman movie, it kind of comes out at the screen at you, but it's not actual 3D. It's the same thing. And so when you watch it in 2D, which is how most people have probably seen Jaws 3 at this point, um, you can tell it was supposed to be 3D, but you can't tell that it was different. Whereas Jaws 3D, the actual title, is much more fancy 3D. And then when it has the cast, it's not as fancy. It doesn't pop right, out right, as much. Right. Um, but what I will say is, when you watch this in the theaters, was it the red and blue things, or was it? Was. it yeah, no, it, it was red was. and blue. Okay. Most eighties, most eighties three D movies that I remember seeing were red and blue. Mm-hmm. I so don't remember not. much. I don't remember much of the. Uh, my dad took me to see uh, House of Wax with Vincent Price. Yeah. Black and white movie. <laughs> yeah. Because they re-released it or something. Mm-hmm. And, I was, and he thought I would like it because it was three D, and I think he wanted to see it. But I remember those were, those were like obvi- obviously those were like just gray tinted classes. But I don't okay. remember. I, not that I seen an abundance of three D movies in. Uh, well, no. I hadn't until I realized that I own a lot of three D movies because sometimes you just own the three D Blu Ray inadvertently. And more importantly, mm-hmm. this gave way to me suddenly looking at my PlayStation Three and Three Sixty collection and realizing I owned a a ton of three D games. There are games that are three D on specifically the PS Three that you never would have expected were three D. Like it's 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 insane. Um, so I kind of want to check those out. But yeah, anyway, watching this movie, for those that haven't seen it, it's Jaws only at SeaWorld. And it's the two sons <laughs> of Roy Scheider because they couldn't get him to come back. He was like, I'm done with these abortions. Um, and uh, and and it's, it's really bad CG because they use like stock footage of a shark swimming around instead of actually having the shark there. Yeah. And then not, the not- scenes... What? You miss you misspoke. It's not bad CG. There's no CG back there. They're not then. CG. Sorry, it's bad, bad effects. Yeah, bad effects because <laughs> it's, it's stock footage, or it's yeah. this weird, uh, like almost plastic shark that they put on a blue screen. There's this hilarious scene at the end that anyone who's seen this movie remembers, where the shark comes at 
the control room, which is underwater at SeaWorld. It's yes. at SeaWorld. And he bashes into the glass, but there's this long shot, like Trees was talking about, where it takes Jaws like 25 seconds to hit this glass. And when he hits it's, it, it, it uh. doesn't look like he's swimming quickly at them and hitting the glass. It just looks like he's just kind of floating naturally towards them, and then the glass just shatters on impact. Well, it's like they have the film cell of yeah. the shark, <laughs> and they're just moving it closer yeah. to the lens. Like, it's getting bigger. It's, it's just getting bigger. And uh, <laughs> they, they show the shark, right? And then they yeah. show, they cut them to the people screaming. in the control room, and they're like, oh my, what? And then they come back to the shock, and it's in the same spot. And then they come back to them, and they're screaming. And it's one of those weird things where they go back and forth like a few times before like the shock. Family Guy sketch. It really is like it's- like they they all could have like put out their cigarettes and put down their drinks and made it out of there when they first seen the shock coming. Oh yeah, yeah, they totally did. They had time to put in the access code to open the doors and get out and everything. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to evacuate the park, basically. Oh my god! Um, but crazy. I do, I do love that movie for a couple of reasons. Uh, number one, being uh, my my childhood crush was in there, Leah Thompson, and she is young. This movie is nineteen eighty three. Yeah, this movie is nineteen eighty three. Uh, I was one when it came out, and uh-huh. uh, and if you uh, if you remember trees, this movie probably would have been PG thirteen because of some of the violence in it. But right. PG thirteen wasn't a rating yet. Mm-hmm. So it was rated PG. They had to go PG or R with it. And it is, so, it does push what PG should have in it, in my opinion. So 83, so I was 10 years old. I probably just turned 10 because I had moved <laughs> somewhere. when some At some point when I was 10, I had moved. So I was 10 years old when I saw that movie. Yeah. And uh, how was the scene with uh, the guy getting eaten from the inside of the mouth in 3D? It's pretty good. They didn't really do anything with that. To be honest no. with you, I wanted that to could. see like some of the chunks when he gets crunched up. Uh, what was uh, I forgot his name already, but he's the uh, I, I joked about it uh, in the discord because there's like a love thing going on between the Australian photographer and his like handler, there, his little sidekick, yeah. his toady. Yeah, <laughs> here we go. Um, All I remember is when he was crying. Fitzroy. Yeah. Philip Fitzroy. When he was crying because his the photographer <laughs> didn't surface yeah. when he was supposed to, he's that just was going Jack. Yeah, he's just going. What do you mean it hasn't come up? No, and he starts climbing down the pipe, and they're like, he never came up. Yeah. Anyway, um, so that, I, I love Leah <laughs> Thompson in that movie, and then Louis Gossett Jr. is like the perfect like prick Sea World owner in that movie, and he's all high strung and shit, and he makes yeah. stupid decisions all the time, um, and it's just it's just. I don't know. The movie is cheesy as fuck. And probably Mm -hmm. if you didn't grow up watching it, which I did, you wouldn't probably appreciate it the way uh, I don't even if the word appreciate is the appropriate word for it. But do you like the movie because it's campy or do you like monster movies like Jaws type movies in general? It's childhood monster movies. Absolutely. So, So are you psyched for the Meg? For the what? The Meg. What's the Meg? You haven't seen the trailer for the Meg? Is it for like Megalodon or something? Yeah. With oh, Jason Statham? No. What's the matter with oh, you? Oh, it's got Jason Statham in it? No, this is... Of course is... it does. <laughs> What's the matter? You you have not seen Holy the trailer for the Meg? Shit. It's big. The Meg's oh, I big. I will be watching this movie. He is really big. August like, they, 10th. Oh, they, my God. PG-13. Oh, my daughter's going to go to this? Or maybe not. <laughs> 
He's oh, big. This is fantastic. So, and you might like it because they have a call. In my opinion, they have a callback to Jaws 3D right in the beginning of the trailer, where they have a little girl in front of a big window, and the sharks just oh, floating and looking yep. at her. And it's it's actually pretty creepy. It's a creepy yeah, shot. It, it looks fucking creepy. I also love the the uh, there's a, a shot, and it's probably from the trailer where there's a diver, and then there's a great white shark going after the diver, and the megalodon's right behind it going after him. <laughs> oh, I didn't see that. In the trailer, but yeah, either it's, way, it's uh yeah. I'll egg. have to see that movie uh, day one. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, and again, like like Jurassic Park, I'm gonna go see Jurassic World too, even though I know that movie's gonna suck. I know that no, movie's gonna suck. No, gonna it can't. Suck. How can it be? It has a trained raptor in it. All right, <laughs> you've just answered your own question. <laughs> That's be great. I love people shit on the last one a lot, and I liked it. I, I liked, liked the um, last one. I, for the record, I liked the last one. Um, I, I didn't really like the whole blue thing and whatever and, and them merging together, blue. but yeah, I did. I, I, I thought Chris Pratt worked and uh-huh. I really dug, um, uh, Vince Vaughn or not Vince Vaughn. Uh, sorry. Um, Vincent D'Onofrio's character. He was just a great military prick. Um, yeah. And it's interesting that this whole thing they're going with Henry Wu being the uh, <laughs> the villain. Yeah. I love, and he's really like a bad guy. He's like a he's like he a nineteen a shitty he's like a nineteen sixties James Bond villain now. I don't know what happened to him. He has <laughs> he has like a black turtleneck on and everything. You're like Jesus. Who does lab work in a black turtleneck? This guy. Well, and does. if you've pieced together what he's doing in the sequel, it's even worse. So like, yeah, oh, he's, he's selling shit. Yeah, auctioning like, off dinosaurs in the love, black market. Here's what I like about monster movies. Yep. In horror, in slasher films and all this, eventually you make enough of them, right? And the, and the antagonist always turns around to be going. the protagonist. Yep. <laughs> all of them. Freddy becomes awesome after a while and he's funny. He's telling jokes even though you forget he molested a bunch of kids and that's why they burned him up. <laughs> yeah. But you know what I mean? Kids banging kids in a boiler room and somehow we, we think <laughs> hilarious. I like his one-liners. He's funny. He's, he's, Jason, Robert England was great, yeah. Jason becomes a in in the last Jurassic Park. What was it Lost World? No, uh, the, uh, well, the last Jurassic Park before Jurassic World was three. Oh, Jurassic, Jurassic, okay, Jurassic World. World. No, yeah. Jurassic World. I just couldn't think of the. Oh, no, it's all good. Um, and that end shot. Spoilers for anybody. When they when they went and she goes, I have an idea, and they bring back the T Rex. That was once that the big baddie. Amazing. And now he's the he's the hero. He has his moment. Yeah, and, and it's like let's bring the old man out. Like suddenly he's the old man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he's, it, but you know, no pun intended. He's the dinosaur of the dinosaurs. Yeah, he is. Um, you know, it was awesome. It was like, oh, we forgot about him. We have him in some paddock yeah. down there, the sewer plant. We'll go get him. <laughs> we, keep, we keep him next to the kitchen. I, ex- I expect you to like plant. kick him, and like you see, like a whiskey bottle kick out. Yeah, it's like the sewage runs <laughs> into his, the sewage and uh, the garbage go into his paddock now. But we'll go get him. <laughs> a bag of Cheetos drops, and he's got a five ah. o'clock shadow and a cigar in his a, mouth. <laughs> yeah, he's a dirty tank top on and one slipper. He's like, I, I got this. I'm allowed to do this. That was awesome, man. Come on, that was great. No, that was no, no, you, dude. I just told you, I got the four K box set coming. It's awesome. Um, well, and. And and for the price trees, to be honest with you, I couldn't say no. It's it's supposed to have a retail price of uh, eighty nine ninety nine or something. Yeah. And um, Amazon had it for forty nine ninety nine, and I was like twelve bucks a movie, and you get the Blu Ray, the four K, and the digital copy. I was like, oh, I, I, 
I can't not do it. Um, oh, Jurassic Park. And I, gotta owning, watch I, I have the box set on Blu-ray already. Uh, my brother-in-law was like, why'd you suddenly hand me this? And I was like, because I... I'm not. I went and saw what the mom and pop place would give me mm-hmm. for it. They offered me um, three dollars cash or seven fifty store credit, and I was like, "I don't need. I don't. I'll end up spending money at this store because mm-hmm. there's nothing here that's seven fifty, and I don't want anything too bad." <laughs> oh man! So but. Jurassic World. I'm gonna watch that again. I I gotta see it again because I and I also remember when I was watching that in the theater. I went on a double. I went with my wife and another couple, and, you know, with my buddy. And remember the uh, the secretary or the 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 lady that was in charge of watching the kids. Oh no. yes, 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 yes. She was the like she was kind of like Olivia something. Yeah, not not a secretary. Was she uh, personal assistant? She was the she, she was, was the personal care, assistant. Yeah, she's a personal yeah. assistant. Yes, and I'm just great. like I, I said to my buddy after I was having. I go, well, I don't know who wrote that movie. Uh, you know, who wrote wrote that? But that late, they wrote that pot for like an ex girlfriend or an ex wife that they hate, <laughs> because that woman did nothing wrong, and she got the worst of it. Oh my really god, did. they fucked her up. Yeah, she, that was Kate McGrath. Oh my uh, god, she got eaten by pterodactyls, played tug of war, and then got eaten by a giant fish. I'm just like, <laughs> man, really and she did <laughs> she nothing but she, she did nothing but fix her glasses and try to watch those fucking kids that would have listened to her. I'm like, <laughs> know what I mean? I'm yeah, like, she got a, she got a bad shake. She should have just quit that job. Um, no reason. So I'm like, I don't know who wrote her part, but it was definitely a dude that had a, it made it look like his ex girlfriend or something. He just had issues. <laughs> Oh, well, in Trees, so I thought of you, because this is what my plan was. You were talking about Jurassic Park 3D, and it is on 3D Blu-ray. So I, I watched Jaws 3, and the next day I was like, I'm, I'm going to go fucking get you know, Jurassic Park uh, Yeah. And so I went to this store. This is the same. It's a mom and pop shop. And this is where they had offered me $7.50. I went over to see what Jurassic Park 3D was. They had it. They had a used and a new copy. The used copy was $19.99, and the new copy was $24.99. Mm. And I was like... I like Jurassic Park, but especially with a 4K box set coming, I cannot justify giving them my trilogy and then paying like twelve fifty for this. Yes, yes, it's justified. You have to have it. Here's the cool thing that that place does do, though, Trees, is mm-hmm. uh, they will rent any movie there, even if it's a new movie, because uh, because they do the GameStop thing where they only drop it five bucks when it's used. Listen. They'll rent any new movie to you for for uh, five bucks for five you, nights. So I might just rent it. You know, you're not that hard to talk into doing shit. I know no. this by now. <laughs> so she getting you to buy stuff. Let me just, yeah, I have you buying that 3D Jurassic Park Blu-ray tomorrow with one <laughs> one 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 scene. Just picture near the end because I seen it in 3D. I went and seen it. Yeah, right. When the T Rex. Is giving his little victory roar, and the banner is oh, falling yeah. in front of him in 3D, Fred. That's oh, the cover that, of the box set that I just got. Did you know I'm, that? That's well, the cover of the limited edition 4K well, set. Picture that in 3D. When That's dinosaurs all I'm say. rule the world. Okay. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm halfway there. If you haven't, if you haven't seen that scene in 3D, then well, you're not living. You're not living well, right. <laughs> here's what you got to know, trees. I've made yeah. some. I've made some. Some would consider poor decisions in the last yeah. uh, week. Oh, no. That means you got in trouble for him. That's what I didn't means. get in trouble. I didn't oh, okay. get in trouble because it was my money. Like we oh, yeah, have yeah. out of each paycheck, we have like our own money and we can spend it on whatever. But that doesn't stop us from commenting on the other person's 
purchases. Um, and so, uh, yeah, so recently a video came out that, you remember the Panasonic 3DO? <laughs> yeah. Okay, I have that. I have the top loader one, the one that everyone should want. Uh, I've I, I've had it since I bought it for like thirty bucks, like uh-huh. back in like the the late nineties. Um, works great. Well, now that I've become a little bit of a, a, a bitch snob about uh, the quality of, uh, of visuals, mm-hmm. um, that has an S video out, and so does the Philips CDI, which I also own. And it wasn't until all of my consoles are now RGB out, so they're super sharp. On, and I put them on a CRT TV, not an HD TV. They're super sharp. And then the CDI is super sharp also. But the Philip, but the, the 3DO was always a little blurry. It, it, you could just tell. It was a little blurrier than the rest. And I was like, I wonder why that is. And it was bugging me. And so then I go do some research. Uh, and recently, this video is like only like two weeks old or something. They had discovered that all of the consoles put out a resolution of 240p, which means it's half the resolution of a television, of a standard def television, but that's why we got the scan lines to kind of like fill in the gaps. Mm-hmm. Well, the 3DO doesn't do that. It's in full-blown 480i, so it's in supposed higher resolution. You still get the scan lines because it's blinking back and forth between the two lines, but yeah. Anyway, the Japanese model that has the tray that comes out, it's called mm-hmm. the FZ1, that specific model some of the consoles had a switch on the back that said mode select a b and didn't have the rf out if you can find one of those models it has to be the japanese one has to have no rf and it has to have this mode select switch on the back if you switch it to mode select b it outputs at 240p and is a sharper image so, of course, I wanted this. And, of course, the 3DO is way overpriced these days. I think it sells on average for about 150 bucks. <clears throat> and I found... And, and and of course, the people who had found out about these YouTube videos... This is something I don't understand, Trees. Why are people stupid enough to explain this stuff? So, like, there was this dude. I was asking him to... He, he Lots of people, like, do these consoles. They show them off on eBay, but they don't show you the back of them like the rear part with the hookups mm-hmm. and everything. So I asked this dude, yo, can I get a picture of the back? And he goes, oh, you're like the third person who asked for it. Why'd you ask for it? Well, I gave the obvious answer. I said, because you didn't show it and it matters. We want to know what hookups there are and we want to know what the condition is. Well, some fucktard was like, well, actually, uh, this is I'm looking to see if you have the rare Japanese model that was in this YouTube video and gave the guy the link to it and everything. And the guy was like, oh, well, this is probably worth a lot of money. So he ended the $130 buy it now and then came back <clears throat> this time with a link to the YouTube video telling everybody about how great it is and why he's got that version and all this stuff and how great he was. And he started it at 200 bucks and it ended at like 300 something. And then this same idiot must be like hunting for one because like three more people on eBay got hip to this and started doing it. So I was getting pissed off. So I I got lucky. I was just roaming around eBay and I knew this was going to start spreading. For the record, don't ever pay that much. Even if you want this 240p version of the 3DO, the 3DO, even if you've got as many games as I do, is not worth it, especially if you already own one and you don't have those games unless you already own one. But... um, But of course, I want to do cron CD, so I want to capture it, and so the sharper resolution would look great when I scale it up to HD. Um, but uh, but yeah, I finally found one because I, instead of looking up 3DO in video game consoles, I looked it up in vintage electronics, and sure enough, 
there was a Japanese guy who had it there and he had the console uh, for sale for only 99 bucks. And he had the, the pictures and everything. In Japan, much different than America, they keep stuff in really good condition and kind of grade them and everything. I don't know if you ever bought anything in Japan, but like used stuff in Japan, it's crazy. They have like a five point grading scale and they tell you everything and they test it and they stand by it and everything. So I bought that also so i have to be a little careful with my frivolous spending uh-huh. until next paycheck yeah mm. <clears throat> but and of course uh and of course my wife was home all day and she like went to like take the dogs on a walk and when she gets back of course the mailman's been there and he was like it's from japan it had a signature delivery so um she wasn't there to sign for it and then this is how our post office does it maybe they all do it this way trees because they got to wait for the postman to get back all right they said i can't pick it up today and i can't get him to come back the only choice i've got is to show up at the post office after 8 a.m when they open tomorrow morning and pick it up so be going to get it in the morning huh but it was on our doorstep which suggests that the guy at least had to walk up to our doorstep but my wife was like, mm, I don't know that anyone rang the doorbell, but it's possible he came by in the 15 minutes I was walking the dogs. I was like, mm, I doubt it, but okay. So our postman has never been able to catch me at home. <laughs> so <laughs> there's that, but. Yeah, whenever you mention eBay, it makes me look around and stop looking around on eBay. Yeah. I try not to because, you know, I, as you remember, we haven't talked about it in a while because I, I, I kind of like, got that monkey off my shoulder for a little bit but the my ps2 buying spree uh-huh i sort of weaned myself you know after you sent me this stuff i was like okay cool and i don't think i i bought anything else since you sent me a little stash so i've been cool i've been i'm cooling off but now the other day I, I was on a kick looking for sega cd games to build my sega cd collection back up not that there's a huge sega cd collection to have but uh, uh, there's a lot of games, but there's not a lot of people want. <laughs> yeah, so I, I I was looking at. It's funny you mentioned Jurassic Park. I was looking at Jurassic Park Sega CD because we we talked about it once. You know, that that's I a great game. That's one of the few that like point and clickers can't find it anywhere else. Point and clickers. That's roughly, right. I roughly I see them for around like twelve to fifteen bucks. So they're not mm-hmm. they're not crazy expensive. You know? I'm looking at a guy right now who's got a buy two get one free, and he's got the Sega six and one. He's got Rise of the Dragon. He's got Echo the Dolphin. He's got a couple others, and it's buy two get one. So for like thirty bucks, you can get two of his games, and then you get one free. Nice. What is that? What's that on? That's eBay. On eBay. Yeah. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll say you. I'll, I'll give you the seller uh, when we're done. <laughs> nice. But oh boy. But yeah. Um, get off of that. You just, yeah, you just end up in these holes. But now that I have that, I'm really happy because, um, you know, I'm a little more electronically inclined now. So, like, even if I have trouble with the 3DO, aside from having a backup, I could probably also repair it. Um, and I wouldn't be so scared to repair it because uh, I've got a backup in case it, it shits the bed. But, um, mm-hmm. again, I feel pretty confident that this 3DO will work out okay, um, provided that it, it, it works properly when I open it. But, <laughs> but oh, yeah. Still feed for a buck, right? That's oh that's that you know that's the Sega version of uh, Star Fox. Trees, get off, get off eBay. Trees, <laughs> you got off the booze. Don't derail the show with eBay. Look at now, look the at this. Booze plus eBay ends in purchases, right? Well, pop full mail, right? Well, this oh, is that uh, one's not cheap. Two hundred thirty-two bucks. This guy's yeah. selling it for right with thirty bids on it. 
I have that disc, but I yeah. don't have the case, man. Oh, well, then you're only going to get about half that. Well, I wouldn't sell it in. I'm not one of those people trying to make a buck. I actually want it because it's a cool-ass game. So once in a while, a I, I once in a while I pop on here and I just type in pop film, pop full mail case. Because sometimes people sell the just the, the art. Yeah. yeah and, you can, and I can get the booklet and then or the uh, the cover. You know, they have the paperwork for it. Mm-hmm. And hopefully it's not something they printed up. <laughs> But you know what? Who's to say? Well, even but if you have grounds to return printed. it if it is. Like, yeah. But if it's professionally printed and you're not doing it for resale value, it might be oh. worth it to you. You know. Then, Although I will tell you, those scans are available, and you can print them up at Kinko's, and they'll be professional quality. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. That's why people do those scans. Like, that's the one thing that I'm not doing with Cron CD. Like, I've got to deal with a um, used uh, online retailer where I basically buy the games from them but i'm really only renting them Mm -hmm. and i do it at a like they basically keep a small portion of what i pay for it so i pay for it and then i get store credit back for you know 90 percent of it so look at this look at this guy fred pop full mail disc only 366 dollars and 75 cents i know who that guy's fooling does he have any bids or is that just what he wants for it it's what he wants for it or best with 20 dollars shipping that's that's the that's the thing with eBay. Like people can ask for whatever they yes. want. It's what they actually get. Um, your best place to know if you're if it's within reason is price charting because they they track all that stuff. So here's here's a guy, right? Any Sega CD empty replacement case, and his picture is just a bunch of like different game covers. So he's probably someone who just prints them up for you. Yep, he is. Popful mail uh, disc only on average sells for two hundred eighty five bucks on eBay. It's not bad. Um, and then I, complete, it's three twenty five usually. Let me tell you this: I bought that years ago on eBay. Popful mail. This isn't the disc that I had. I had originally. Like I actually bought this on eBay a long time ago, and mm-hmm. I paid pretty much not a lot for it. Oh no, because like. There was, it's this weird bubble stuff. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. These these bubble economies that, that cause this stuff. Because, again, it's the same thing with, like, uh, the PC Engine and Turbo Graphics. Like, those have skyrocketed in price. And I don't even understand why. Turbo Graphics don't break. Like, they rarely break. And they're easy mm-hmm. to fix if they do. You just swap the c- capacitors. You recap them and they're fine. Which, if you don't do that, there are tons of guys on eBay that'll do it for, like, 50 bucks. Um but it, yeah, it just blows my mind that that this stuff happens. You know, the uh-huh. other thing I'm worried about is the time bomb that is um, the Sega CD. The Sega CD is you. You have a CDX, which is still subject to the, subject to those problems, but it's probably gotten less use. But like, yeah, apparently every Sega CD will eventually uh, leak. Like the capacitors will leak and they'll fucking bleed out. But like, they don't command enough money for me Mm -hmm. to care like i won't bat an eye paying a hundred dollars for another sega cd if mine breaks um but until mine even shows any signs of even remotely breaking i i just don't care yet you know and i it seems weird to pay somebody 50 bucks to recap it when i could buy a whole new one for 99 well not a whole new one but you know like an, an extra one so yeah i'll just buy one that's been recapped but yeah, All right. let me. Cl- I'm closing this tab, Fred. Let's get back on track. Here. All right, here we so, go. I'm back. We're back. You want you want to talk about video games? 
Well, we've so, been talking about video games, but yeah, we've been talking about video. Sure, uh, we can talk video games, man. Have you been playing any? <laughs> you know what? I have. I have played. Uh, you know, an inter- be an interesting little talk here because uh, I've played more God of War, but you know, everybody. I haven't. That. I'm still at three hours. I, I am not compelled to go back to that game. It's good. It's, it's not a bad game. It's just so daunting to me. Every no, game not. nowadays is so fucking no, daunting. No, no. I will say this about uh, God of War. Um, the way it flows with uh, abilities and stuff, like as they just dole out abilities to you and stuff, and even though they present you with these giant trolls early on and these giant guys, like they're not that difficult. Well, and they I'm talking about difficulty. I'm talking about knowing this game is like 30 hours. Yeah. But I'm just, I'm just saying, I know when I play a game like this and they throw something big at me like that, I'm, I'm like, I'm at that age where I'm just like, I don't want to learn fucking. I don't oh, I, I, I'm all for learn. that. I still play shoot trees. Like, I, yeah, I'm, I'm all for learning. I love how God of War, this is new one. They've kind of done away with a lot of the quick time events. Like literally mm. when you have a monster on the ropes. You just fucking click a button and you just watch Kratos yeah, R3, the fuck yeah. out of them for like I, fucking. But see, I liked the quick time event. Nah, not me, not anymore. I don't care. But anyways, these games needed. Well, so real quick, these games needed to evolve. But like, mm-hmm. I will tell you, this is why I've not played Metal Gear Five because they took something a, a franchise that traditionally was a dozen hours. And they turned it into a 100-hour game. And the same yeah. thing is true of God of War. God of War is usually 8 to 10 hours. And well, God of War 2 was like 15. But still, this one's like 30, 40. Some it, people go for the platinum 50 hours. It's like, it is. Jesus. But I, I heard if you mainline the story, it it's not... It's more like 25 hours. Right. Yeah. And, but you- even, even with Zelda, like Breath of the Wild, like... Zelda games were always longer, but they were like 20 hours. Now it's like 100. It's just... You put in 25 hours, the game's a lot more shittier than God of War. Oh, many. Yes. Many, many, many. Right now, well, Trees, and then I'll just let it go, but right now, um, (laughs) the number one game I'm waiting for is a game I've been waiting forever for, which is Don't Nod's Vampire, and there's a pretty good chance I'll get a review copy, and so I need to be able to drop anything at a a moment's notice and play that. Okay. The other thing is, for some reason, I've been like just, because I'm not going to talk about it here, but I've been just enamored with playing through Metal Gear Solid, the Twin Snakes on GameCube, so I don't know. I don't know. I'm just broken. Well... (laughs) It, well, God, I'm playing God of War, and uh, I don't know how many hours I'm in at this point. Uh, I play it when I can, quite honestly. The PlayStation I play in, won't tell you how many hours you've been playing, so, so I play. It, I play it in spurts when I can. Um, so I'm really enjoying it. I I really like um, the kid and Kratos together. Like I just like yeah, the world. I like Atreus. A lot. I, I I like the world they're in, and I like the little talks they have to each other and and i'm super into it i just wish i had more time to really uh binge play it you know what i mean i really i long for a day where i like took a day off of work what if i gave you a three-day weekend coming up for who do you get a three-day weekend no i do but i'm uh, yeah no i don't (laughs) there's no rest there's no rest for me my friend (laughs) shit going on you know because we're in that mode we're in the mode at this house where it's like um, we're so preoccupied with family stuff. Me and my wife mm-hmm. uh, separated. You know what I'm saying? Like she's right, going like to work. independent of one another. Yes, she's yeah. dealing with the kid stuff and she's dealing with all this stuff. And then I'm working 
a, a kind of a different shift and sleeping and I'm dealing with all the kids. And then, so if, when we're both home at night and I go sit in the, want to go sit and play a game for two hours, I am not uh, interacting with the family, I am told. <laughs> oh, that's actually, that's always been the case. Like right. it was one of those things like I, here's the thing. I don't like playing games like, I, yes, I've heard of this utopian society where people have, you know, like the dad just disappears for two hours to play video games. Mm-hmm. And like that apparently happens in some houses. Yeah. yeah that oh. don't happen in my house. That, that, that was never part of the agreement. And here's the thing. I've done it from time to time. And the shit you get, because they come fucking get you for every, like they're looking for an excuse to come bug you to do something. Yes. It's not worth it. I don't even care to do it. I like it when they're all sleeping. Either they haven't gotten up in the morning or it's late at night because they don't fucking bother me. And when I get mad at the game and tell it to go fuck itself, nobody Mm -hmm. comes downstairs to check on me. And my daughter doesn't tell me that that's a bad word. And I'm like, you shouldn't even be down here listening to me. Go upstairs. I wear headphones now with the volume down. So I just sound like a crazy person. Oh, I know. Yeah, it's but so um, it's easier for me. I'm with you. Like it's just it's just not going to happen. So I I seriously when when Mondays and Tuesdays when my son naps and I have him during the day <laughs> whatever I can get some gaming in if I get like if I get some stuff done around the house I need to get done uh you know I can squeeze in in half an hour so that's how I've been playing God of War and I'm still really enjoying it I mean. Even though I, I, you know, I'm I'm not binge playing it, you know, I got a good. The, the game's controls seem to lend themselves. Like I've jumped into the game like twice, mm-hmm. and I'm able to just like immediately get Take back on board with it. So there is that. I'll give it yeah. that. And and again, I like God of War, and this is a really cool story. Like at least the setup, right? I just got to the lake area after you go attempt the mountain and you bump into some friends and I don't even know if I should consider these spoilers because it's the opening moments of the mm-hmm. of the game really it's the, it's the opening two hours you go on a, a hunt with Atreus and then right. you end up going back up the you try to go up the mountain and you learn very quickly that you you weren't ready in fact um, but uh, but yeah I've gotten through that part and I just love what they're putting down the problem is is that I'm a little more complicated than the average human being in that uh, I don't just care about about the new shiny in fact it's very easy to distract me from the new shiny and so yeah i think it's it's i think i psyched myself out thinking oh god it's 30 hours then there's there's always time to play something else and i need to get away from that it's really good you should go back to it and play it it's might really even good. do it tonight man i had a funny uh, a, a wife moment uh last last monday which was uh she was going up to bed and I feel, I think it was like around 10 o'clock. All right. And mm-hmm. I'm sitting down and I put my headphones on and I'm ready to play. Now I have, I have sun duty on my nights off. So like tonight mm-hmm. when, when this is all over, like if he makes a peep, it's my job to get him. That's how we yes. operate. That, you know? that was how my <laughs> wife and I operated too. Cause she worked three days a week. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, those were definitely off limits. And then we trade off the, the weekend right. days. Yeah. Right. So in the weekend she has them cause I work the weekends. Makes sense. She'll get them. And, but and then during the week when we're both working, we just, you know, I'll take the early shifts. You, whatever. You tell so, the team. Yeah. So I had a long day with the kids and everything. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, and I was previously told that, 
you know, it's not cool that I, I seclude myself in the office after a day I should be hanging out with the family. So uh, I'm like, all right. So technically, the only time I can play a game is late at night on my nights off. <laughs> right? When you're supposed to be on kid detail. Right. Like Monday or Sunday. I'm like, we refer to that as burning the candle at both ends, trees. That's right. Like I, <laughs> I will sacrifice my sleep so I can get in again. So I remember sitting down, and then my wife's going upstairs, and she likes to do this. I, I call it sitcom dad me. Sitcom. It's Kevin James is me. <laughs> King of Queens is me. Where she she says something to me like I'm a like a uh, like a, a dopey husband, like on a sitcom, mm-hmm. and it's like, yeah, I get it. <clears throat> I know. You know, and she's just like, uh, she kind of stops and she goes, she goes, she goes, all right, I'm going up. And I'm like, all right. And she goes, uh, she goes, you know what time it is, right? And I'm like, yeah. She goes, all right. Could be a, you know, you could have a busy night tonight. Cause he's been being fussy cause he was sick. So he's been okay. getting up all kinds of yeah. And something in me was welling up where I was like, I'm just like, yeah, I'm a grown man. I said, I know what time it is. I know what time it is. I know the situation, you know? And then she got a little mad at me because she thought I was snapping. And then, then she kind of went upstairs and then you had that feeling like, Oh, I fucked up. All right. So I shut everything down and then, uh, and then I go upstairs anyways. And then she's not talking to me and then I should just stay downstairs. So basically I shut everything down to go upstairs and not get talked to. So I was like, all right. So that's what happened to me last Monday. Oh no, that, I've I've gone through that. The other one is every now and again my wife will will be cuddly, and those of you who aren't married, nine times out of ten that does not have anything to do with sex. She no. wants to be cuddly anyway. Um, and so she's like, just watch an episode of my wife loves cartoons, and I do too. But like my wife loves them on a whole new level. So she's like, just watch an episode of Family Guy or or uh, actually Family Guy is not our big one. Our two big ones right now are American Dad and like the more the the newer episodes, and then Brickleberry. Um, and so she's like, just watch an episode with me. And you and I both know that if you're all cuddled up and it's after ten and you're horizontal and you've had a long day, you're right. there's only so much strength a man has before you just pass the fuck out <laughs> like a comatose victim. And and that's exactly what happens half the time. And again, it's the same thing, right? She didn't make me feel guilty if I didn't go upstairs. I just felt like I wanted to, and I just shot myself in the foot, you know? And yeah. She was funny. She apologized the next day. She's like, "Yeah, I don't know what that was about last night." And I was like, "Yeah, we already had." I told her, "I go, we already had this talk before." I go, "I know what time it is." I go, I'm, "I'll be up," you know. And she goes, "I know." And she goes, "And then I was mad that that you came upstairs and that you were mad at me, and I was mad at you for being mad at me." She goes, "Made no sense." I go, oh, "I've heard this before." And yeah. I'm like, it's, "Yeah, yeah, I know." And I still yeah. didn't get to play my game. That's all I know <laughs> came out of this situation. But so anyway, so again, playing short spurts or whatever. So God of War. I wasn't even going to talk that one about God of War because we're all, most everybody's playing it and everybody feels pretty much the same about it. And I think it's great. Uh, yeah, I've, I've recently been told that uh, it's my own fault now. Spoilers are apparently allowed to be talked about on various well, podcasts and like yeah. it's my fault if I haven't finished it yet. So yeah, I'm avoiding spoilers because I, I want to know what's going on. I think it's all super intriguing with the sun and, it is, and everything. And the, so. the, the, especially that little, and I don't think this is a spoiler. This better not be. that Just that little taste of Norse mythology. Mm-hmm. 
I'm also told that the first time you encounter the world serpent, it is fucking amazing. I think you even hinted at me at that, and I haven't done that yet. Uh-huh. And I don't tell me, but like I get the feeling it's due any time now. <laughs> yeah, I just get the feeling that it's early enough in the game that at three uh-huh. hours in, right after those opening sequences. This is probably damn near my next step. In fact, I'll laugh if I boot it up and after two yeah. weeks of not playing this game, I'm like there. But yeah, hey. I will say he he lives in a body of water. So when you, you when you get to a big body of water, you you. It's weird. I just ended up in an area with a lake. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm the one who told you that they, they use some brown sounds to record his voice. You like almost <laughs> yeah. dance. Well, and I'm I I definitely can put it on seven point or, oh or five point one just booming. So oh, sit on the speaker, you'll have a good time with yourself <laughs> when he talks. But um, so I've been playing that obviously when I can. But then, uh, do you remember when I I kicked myself for missing out on my PlayStation sale when I was hovering over the alien isolation? Oh yes, I saw this and thought of you. I think I know where this is going. Did so there you- was a. It was an Ella Flash. Did you go to Xbox? No, I didn't go over there. Oh, okay. Why was it on sale? Oh, there you go. Tell me I missed it. Yeah, you motherfucker. (laughs) Why did you you text me? You got my number. What's the matter with you? I couldn't remember what platform you were looking for it on. Either one. Either one. Okay. 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 Well, then this this works out. That's a first time franchise. That can be played on either one. Yeah. I I originally had it on the three. the Xbox One, I believe I uh, bought it. Oh, don't tell me that. Well, see, look, I just wanted you to start over. Yeah. Why, is it on sale still? No. What the <laughs> fuck? Oh, god damn it. I don't know. I'll read tomorrow. The game has been discontinued. We've destroyed, <laughs> we've destroyed every copy known the man cannot play it anymore. But, um, well, the PlayStation had a flash sale again. Mm-hmm. So I was digging through all the crap and uh and most of it is, is crap and it's and i really love the weird japanese rpgs they throw in there where you're like i don't know you will be happy to know it is not on sale right now on xbox oh so. yeah i'm super happy to know that and um but uh through all the all the crap i was there's two games i hovered over right one of them was darkest dungeon because i hear good things oh yeah mm-hmm. but it was 10 bucks it was 9.99 and i'm looking mm-hmm. at the the trailer and I'm watching the, the sort of art style, you know, and I'm just like, I don't know if I, 10 bucks. I don't know. I wish it was a demo. I could play this thing. So I didn't go for that one, but then, uh, it's I on did. switch. You should just wait till you eventually have a, yeah, switch. a switch. Okay. Very good. Good to know. Yes. Uh, but I eventually settled on, I, I believe it was 1199 and I bought uh Valkyria Chronicles remastered. Yes. Because uh, I was one of those cats that bought it <clears throat> on the PS3. Uh, I swore up and down pretentiously to everybody who didn't play it that you should own it when me, myself, owned it and only probably played like four missions and never really did anything with it. You know it. what, dude? We are cut from the same cloth because that's exactly what I did. <laughs> you know, that's exactly what I did. You don't to this day, it. I will pimp people buying it and I haven't played yeah. it. What's matter? You don't support art? You don't support art, man? So, uh, <laughs> Sega's fucking dying because of you. You know those shitty Sonic games? Because of you. That's right, man. <laughs> well, how is it? I don't know. I play like two levels of it. It's hard. Uh, so, I did play like a few hours of it. I really enjoyed it, but I never stuck with well, it. Well, so I, I booted up this week and I played, I don't know, honestly, it, it's, um, 
so I haven't played it obviously since since I originally had it for the PS3. Um, but since then, you know, I've played XCOM, uh, Fire Emblem games. You know, in in that sort of tactics game, I'm well versed, right? I understand mm-hmm. how it works, and I do know the Care Chronicles when I played it was more uh, real time actiony you know like you actually moved your dude i mean it's turn-based but it's definitely like battlefield like right. not battlefield the game but ba- you're on the battlefield interacting yes right you are moving and, and and all that good stuff so i booted it up man and uh one it still looks awesome but the funny thing i noticed and maybe you'll appreciate this being a, a visual guy a graphics guy uh-huh that the PS3 had that awesome sort of like colored pencil sketchy mm-hmm. art style, which was original for that. You know, you, we had seen cell shading at that point and stuff like that, but that was definitely a cool take. That sort of sketchy thing is because the main character likes to sketch stuff in his notebook and stuff. Yeah, like, it kind of looked, I don't know how to describe it, but like you said, like like it's like they're, they're drawing everything with a colored pencil on the fly. It, it's cool. And, um, <laughs> but, uh, the, the remastered version because it's like HD and you know and all this, it gives away its trick. Like the the trick that they're using for that is straight up super obvious. It's just like an overlay, not even an overlay, but it's it's like this filter that's just put on put on everything. Oh, so it's traditional graphics with a like a visual filter. Yes. Oh. <laughs> uh, so like when you see somebody's like jacket, right, mm-hmm. and they're walking. It's the filter. It's hard. I can't explain it to you, but like, even though the guy is moving with his jacket, the filter that's on the jacket, it stays where it's at. I don't know how to explain it. I, I know what you mean. So, yeah. you know, it's almost like a background. It's almost like a background, and the jacket's yeah. like cut out. And the, so the jacket's just moving, but the bet. So you can see the trick that they used because it's so sharp in HD. It still looks great. Like, it still gives that effect. But I mm-hmm. thought it was super funny that you instantly saw like, oh, that's just a Photoshop filter <laughs> of everything. They're just using the sketchbook uh, Photoshop filter. <laughs> yeah, you get to peek behind the curtain. You do. And, uh, but but that takes zero. It still looks awesome, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's one of those weird magic eye things that once your eye catches that, you how that filter does yeah. how that filter doesn't move and it's just stuff moving over it you're like oh okay um <laughs> that game's hard that game's yes. hard and i didn't even get past the third level i can't get past the third the, the third mission which technically is still in the tutorial phases yeah but you you fail a lot early on um, yeah well what i forgot was so you know, for people who don't know, it, it's if you think of like XCOM, uh, where you tell your little dude where to move and he, he runs and you get a certain amount of turns, it works like that. Except when you control your guy, you actually uh, over the shoulder are running your person wherever you want. Um, right. And you basically have a, a, a bar that depletes as you move. So you can only move so much before you kind of. So you want to make sure you get your person in a position that can. He has cover. It's the equivalent to the grid of where you can move, but you have to figure it out on the fly. Yes, um, and the other people um, shoot at you. 
in, in real time. I so think there's I, even Overwatch in that game, isn't there? There is. They, they, you don't yeah. have to put them in Overwatch. As if someone's just moving in front of them, they will take shots at people right, a lot. Right. Like they don't stop <laughs> yeah. shooting. They just keep no, shooting the whole time. You. Yeah. Um, so the problem is you run behind some like uh, sandbags and sandbags are the only things you can crouch behind for right. cover. So if there's like a box or a tree, they're basically just there for decoration. Like you can <laughs> run behind a box, but you can't crouch. You're just standing there. like the, the crouch icon won't come up. You have and to. They be, can try to pop you in the head, which and is they worse. And they tell you like sandbags. You move behind sandbags. That's where you go. You can crouch behind them, and if you're crouching, and you leave your guy there, if he's in the crouch position, make sure make sure you put him in crouch position before you end his phase, because the enemy just keeps. If you're in the line of uh, <laughs> sight, they just keep shooting at you. So like, if you run and you get behind a sandbag and you crouch down. And it's a strategy game. So you're sort of like looking at the map and you're like, okay, well, I'm going to move. But the whole time you're doing that, they're still shooting you in the head. Like oh, it yeah. doesn't stop. So it's like, no. ah. <laughs> so, it, uh, yeah, you're right. In that regard, it is much more intense than, say, XCOM or uh, mm-hmm. really any any strategy RPG. Because those games, if you or run, tactics if, game, if you run across the field of view with somebody in those games, they take one shot at you. And it's a dice roll if they hit you or not. Right. This one, if you if they can see you, they just keep shooting. It's at open you. season. Yeah. <laughs> they just don't stop. You know. So it's like, good God, man. But um, yeah. So one, the last mission I played is a tank, and you got to keep the tank from blowing up the gate. Uh, and you basically got to hold your position. Yeah, I remember that until one. Your yeah. tank, until your tank can get in positions, because there's like two little stories going on. Uh, but one of the troopers on the other team has a machine gun. Yes, he does. And if one of your guys is positioned in the open, he's just constantly like machine gunning your dude, man. Well, don't position your guys there, trees. <laughs> Even behind sandbags, he's taking shots. It's like, oh my god, like yeah, I he know. will go for you. Yeah, so, yeah, it's it's tough, but the 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 look of the game's awesome. I love the look of the uh, of the enemy, uh, the empire they call them, the the troopers. Yeah, they sort of have a weird. Uh, I don't know. Well, because it's an alt World War, because uh, right, isn't alt history? Because the is. idea was is that um, Europe has remained well, in like European wars, and there were no world wars. It's alt, but it's also I don't think the same universe though, because they show well, the I map, mean, and it's not it's not it's not uh, the world. No, map. because it's the world wars were. Yeah, the the world wars were were instead fought solely in Europe involving different powers. So yeah, it, 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 no, no. But I'm could, saying when they show the overall map, it is not, it is not Earth. Oh, it's okay, not yeah, con- yeah. it's not our continents. It, it's made up. Saying. It's yeah. made up like it's like the country of Brule and something else. But when they show the the geography, it's not like the United States and Germany and and or whatever. Good it's, point. Good point. Yeah, just, that's true. It's just what it's this they made up fucking land. So the empire is like this mix of like they sort of got like a stormtrooper slash Nazi look <laughs> to them. Yeah, I guess I forgot about all that. Yeah, the uniforms in the tank because they because uh, the towns or the, the the two the empire and um the rebels. We know this one. The rebels, but they have a name. I can't. The I people you're playing. Your empires are built over Ragnite. 
which is this rare metal that powers everything. If you remember, the tanks have that big blue mm-hmm. glowy like generator hanging out the back of them. It's really cool. And you actually use the Ragnite to hail yourself too. They got everybody yep. got a yep. little Ragnite gem. So it's it's definitely a different universe going on. And uh I can't wait to see him because I forget. But um there's a cameo from the guy from Skies of Arcadia. They throw him in there for some reason. Okay. The guy with the eye patch. Uh, I've never played Skies of Arcadia. Do you remember it though? Do you remember it was a it was a Dreamcast um a Dreamcast RPG? Sega. I mean, I knew RPG. it was a Dreamcast game, but and yeah, it was like yeah. pirates, like Sky Pirates, sort of. Like you had like oh, a. Really? Is and, it cool? Yeah, I liked it. And one of, and the main character has like this. He he's like the captain of the ship, and he has an eye patch. And mm-hmm. they they throw him in fucking Valkyria Chronicles, man. There him, not someone who looks like him. It's like him, right? Like it's his, it's his character. Yeah, it's yeah, his yeah. Character. it's awesome. It's like oh my god, yeah, because uh, Sky's Arcadia. That's in um, it's also in Sega <clears throat> Racing Transformed, my friend. Oh, then I do know who you're talking about. They do the about. whole yes, 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 yes. Skies of Arcadia level. That's right. Yeah, that's that. a really cool level. I, You know, every now and again, I just go back and start playing that game. That game is so fucking good. Where's my eBay? Sonic and All-Stars Racing Transform, man. I have it for my Wii U. I have it on my Vita. <laughs> I, I downloaded it for my Wii U. That's a digital download, my friend. That was a $40 I mean, I have it on download. Steam. I have it on Steam, which right. is not so rare for a digital download. But yes, I have it digitally as well. Listen, man. They had a um, afterburner fucking they level. Did. All right, they so that's it. That's all you need to know. How great that game is. Also, Opa Opa is like uh, uh, awesome in that game. Everybody's awesome. They have a Panzer Dragoon really level. Awesome. They have a Panzer there Dragoon is a level. Great Panzer God Dragoon level. Yeah. So yeah. that game's a, a shit. That game's that a game shit. Is, that game. Um, but yeah, Valkyrie Chronicles, man remastered if you if you have 12 bucks man and you never played it before. Uh, i actually have it but not i got the pc version of remastered mm-hmm. so i have i was just looking it up while i was talking now th- they did come out with a part two right was that a vita game or a psp game part PSP. two is a psp game never played it never heard about it never seen it and then there was a pseudo part three that was never brought here. So I hope I stick with it, man, because I got. But I this. will tell you, two and three, I guess, kind of sucked or something. Yeah, I didn't hear much buzz about them. I think I think the first one struck when the iron was hot with something different in the in the style, and uh, Sega still had a weird uh, nostalgia about them, where people were like mm-hmm. Sega games. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, um, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I, people would, didn't like two, but apparently people liked three. Three is really good, but it was, was never it? released outside of Japan. Okay, I was going to say, what was it on? I never even knew. Uh, one thing I will say is I bet there's... I, I don't know if you still have a PSP, but nowadays I hacking do. those are really easy. And so um, I, you literally just put something on your memory stick and then you run it and it, it lets you play hacked games. And so you could get the ROM and, and put a uh, – uh, and then just copy the uh, the English patch to it and then just play it on your PSP, which I might do <clears throat> at my some PSP, point. But P, I think my battery might be junk in that thing by now. That's possible. A uh, new no. battery shouldn't be too expensive, though. No, I bought bucks. one. I bought one cheaper than that, man. I bought one for. I had a Madden. I found, <laughs> I, I got a Madden PSP, the blue one that came in the little football case. Oh yeah, I and heard the, about that one. And does uh, that have like a Madden logo on it? 
I've always wondered. No, it's, I don't think it does. I want to think on the back case. It might have. I don't think it might have an NFL logo on it somewhere. That's Maybe not fine. a Madden. I was but just curious if it was. I don't one. think it does. I want to say it was just all blue, like that electric blue. It was really nice looking, but the battery was junk in it. So I wanted to sell it. So mm-hmm. I bought a battery online for like fourteen bucks or something, and replaced the battery myself and, and sold it to a buddy of mine who, ironically, only wanted it because he had a stack of PSP movies and no way to play them. <laughs> <laughs> also, I've been told don't touch Valkyria Revolution, which came out last year. Oh God, man! I, see, I only thought there was one and two. I never knew it kept going. Yeah, Valkyria Revolution's on PS4, Vita, and Xbox One. Nope, never heard of them. I'll stick Not with good. this one, man. Well, I and just... four is coming. Four is going to be on the Switch this year. Four oh, is on Switch, PS4, and uh, Xbox One this year. I gotta go Switch, man. But um. I'm trying to think. Otherwise than that, have I dabbled with anything else? Have I dabbled? I don't think I've dabbled in anything besides those two games. I'm trying to think. No, I've Hmm. I've been watching uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, the fourth one, Stranger Tides on my Xbox One. (laughs) That's what that's being used for. Uh, That's going all right. One, two, and three I stand by. Four isn't as bad as... I remember. I don't think I ever fully watched it. I liked four. The one with Penelope Cruz? That yeah. one was all right. Yeah, so, so far I'm enjoying it. But again, just like God of War, I'm watching it in 20-minute spurts before I get interrupted. <laughs> um, Might keep it better. Uh, yeah, and the only reason I keep turning on my Xbox One is because I don't pay attention to uh, anything. So mm-hmm. I'm too lazy to actually look up the release date for State of Decay 2. So I just keep uh, checking. It's tomorrow. I just keep checking my Game Pass it's to see tomorrow. when it comes out. Yeah, it's tomorrow. So I'm I'm a big fan of the first one, man. I love the first one. I've never yeah, even I come think close. You'll love the second one. Can you ever beat those games? I have no idea. Is there an ending? Never played know. either one of them. Uh, one I really like. It gets overwhelming and intense in a way that I can deal with, and I I kind of find it's fun. Right. <laughs> and you know I'm like one of those repetitive people. Mm-hmm. Like I don't mind doing the same thing over and over again. So scavenging and building up stuff I don't mind doing. Uh, so I want to play the second one, man, and I have that Game Pass, so I'm... I'm... Yep, anybody who has the Game Pass is good. Uh, it's been out for a little while for people who bought that $50 edition, I guess. Um, Pre-ordered thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, so um, that's about <laughs> it for me, man. I, I'm trying to think. Uh, do I have any phone games of the week? Uh Let's see, Idle Idol Factory Tycoon. I've been playing that. Nice, nice. Otherwise than that, I don't. I, that's it, man. It's a Gems of War. I'm still playing uh, an unhealthy amount of Gems of War. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's good. It's good. That that's a good match, Tria. That Fred. All right. I believe you. Oh my god. And that's it, man. So what what are you and uh? Dip, dip. You just sound like you've been doing much game. Um, I I've been meaning to, but no, I've been doing lots of projects. Uh, I recently re did my video game room, um, nice. which was actually kind of cool. I hooked up the 3D television, which was good because it gives me the ability to play games in 3D and watch games in 3D. I, you also need an HD TV even in a retro room. Like you never know when you'll need something simple like to play the Wii on in 480p because you want to play Metal Gear 
twin snakes for some unknown reason. Um, I found an old monitor downstairs, an old Dell, like early flat screen. So it's a four by three. It's like, you know, non widescreen version. Uh-huh. And I hooked my Dreamcast up to it because I have a VGA out um, on the Dreamcast. You can buy those VGA boxes. So I thought that was kind of fun. Um, and I, like I said, I've been playing stuff, but a lot of stuff is for shows that we're doing in the future right? or, um, or, and I just haven't been playing too much. Uh, I've been playing lots of magic, the gathering arena, which is like hearthstone only with actual magic, the gathering. There's a, uh, a beta going on. Um, and so I've been playing the shit out of that, but like, there's nothing to tell there. It's just playing a lot of magic. Um, <laughs> And it's not on mobile phones, uh, which I don't think it could, uh, because uh, Hearthstone, you take your turn and you're done. Magic, everything's about interacting on your opponent's turn as well. So, um, but I've been in a, you know, again, I, I should have just been playing God of War. Um, uh-huh. I've been playing, uh, like I said, Metal Gear, and we'll talk about that on an upcoming episode. Um, I kind of went back and started playing, um, you know, I do that Cron CD thing, so I've been playing some JRPGs on um the pc engine okay and without getting into them because i like i said i'll do a video on them the one thing i will say is uh you can't go back to those mm-hmm. those late 80s jrpgs with tons of grinding that somewhat resemble dragon warrior or dragon quest like you right. can't go back to them man they are just no fun <laughs> <laughs> i'm having such a hard time burning through them right now it's just like god damn like why <laughs> why um and so i've been in a little bit of a rut uh where like i don't particularly as i was saying and again i'm gonna give god of war another try i think i was just being a little bit yeah you you definitely have to play that. um where like i don't really want to play anything new and i don't really want to play anything too old right like older games Uh, i've been slowly playing through mario 64 because i love mario 64 and i recently bought the japanese version called shinju edition Mm -hmm. which was i don't know if you know this trees but in japan they took a bunch of the launch uh nintendo 64 games by nintendo pilot wings um mario 64 wave race and re-released them only with vibration support and you wouldn't think that the I've got the big pack you strap on the back of your N64 and it, it vibrates um, and you have to put a battery in it, you know? Do you remember that? Yeah. Um, you have to put some double A's into yeah. it. Um, you wouldn't think that would change Mario 64 that much, but it actually does a little bit. Um, the only catch is the game's in Japanese, so now I have to guess on what all those fucking, like, I don't remember what all the stars are, you know, and I can't right. read the clue, <laughs> and so I've had to try to figure it out, so, um, but that's been kind of fun to play every now and again, and again, I just play it every now and again, um, but it's weird, I bounced off of Mario Odyssey, I got pretty much through that, in fact, what people are telling me is, I had like 90-something stars, and I had seen most of the levels, people are like, you're kind of close to the end of like, at least the initial campaign, The moves. you should, yeah, you should, you should do, you should just wrap that up, but I ended up buying in, uh, on eBay again, it was like 12 bucks, Grab Mario 64 Shinju Edition, and then I've been playing that, um, but, yeah, but uh, Odyssey, man, the game, the game starts, man, at the end, the game starts, man. When I you know it you. does. I've played lots of Mario games lately, and yep, it probably does. Um, and I just don't know if I want to go on a big hunt fest. Uh, but you know what I have been playing a lot of? Um, I haven't even gone back to Conan. I need to wrap that up, too. Like, how pathetic is that? Um, 
What I have been playing a decent amount of, put about five hours into, and really enjoying was Dead Space. The original Dead Space. This is great. That game is great. Great, great, great. Uh, me and my buddy Matt, you know, want to do the co-op for Dead Space 3. Right. And so I've been doing that. But <clears throat> I've been getting into this point where, like, all of a sudden I just want to play games from, like, last gen over again. I've been also with Matt playing through Gears of War co-op, the original. He's never played it before. Um, and I'm re-experiencing it. Although we're playing that new edition that's on the Xbox One, the Ultimate Edition. So it's got the extra level in it with the Brumac and everything. Um, we haven't gotten there yet, but <clears throat> but we're getting there. We're on Chapter 4, so we should be due soon. Yeah. I have it. But it's in the Game Pass. but I It is in the Game Pass, yeah. I have it downloaded technically. If I wanted, to, if I wanted to play, but uh, that game is really good. Yeah, no. Like, in fact, it's more varied than the sequel is. Um, but uh, but yeah, I don't know. And like, all of a sudden, I've been on this weird kick of like, do I want to play Resistance again? And I even thought oh. about playing Metal Gear Resist? or not Metal Gear. Uh, Ninja. I've never played Metal Gear Solid Two, so I'll be playing that soon. Um, but uh, Ninja Gaiden. Do you remember the original Ninja Gaiden? Wh- what? What original? The original, like Ninja Gaiden, NES the, original. The, type? No, no, no. Sorry, the Xbox, Xbox. Re- reboot. I I played the very first one when it came out for the Xbox, yep. and it was a big deal, and it was hard as shit. And it was re-released as Black Ninja Gaiden Black. Yeah, they were the Sigma on the PS. Yeah, they kept releasing versions of it on every goddamn thing. So, which was it was still the same base game. They just had different skins and shit. I had a buddy uh, who bought it for the Wii U. They actually released. Oh, there's Ninja, Ninja Gaiden three on the Wii U. I have it too. Oh, whatever it is, isn't it Ninja uh-huh. Gaiden Black three? It's something. It's one of the, no. It, it's Ninja Gaiden three. Uh, yeah. It's on the Wii U. Yeah. It, it, in fact, it started on the Wii U. It got later released on PS three and three sixty and stuff. It was a release title. I remember it was. It was yep. one of the games you could buy. Yeah. The Wii. Anyways, and I I bought my Wii. I bought the uh, Newegg was clearancing out those Zelda editions with mm-hmm. Wind Waker or whatever. And so I bought that one, and it was cheap. It was two hundred bucks. I got that Wii U, and it wasn't a refurb. It was brand new back when that was out. And of course, it came with Wind Waker. It's a digital copy of it. And then to like sweeten the deal for Newegg to like get these out there, they gave you two games, not your choice, and a screen protector. Which who the fuck was going to use that? But uh, the two games that came with it were Ninja Gaiden Three and The Wonderful One Hundred One. Um, so that's how I have those games. Well, he, I guess, it was a, a level a. S- or something in there, right? Where I don't know if it's an escort mission, but there's a girl in like a skirt. Uh huh. And there's a part where she's like climbing up the steps, and you uh-huh. climb up after her. <laughs> and he was like angling the camera, I guess, so you could see up her skirt. You can totally do that if you and want. And then to, he yeah. was posting pictures to the Meverse, and they banned him. <laughs> so there you go. That's a grown man, by the way. Grown man. No, it's- you want to know what's funny? There yeah. is another game on the Wii U that no one's played because it was really hard to find and people are too stubborn to buy it digitally. It's called The Devil's Third. I am one right. of the I remember few that. people who owns the disc copy of this because for like one week, Gamefly was selling the disc copy for 24 bucks, mm-hmm. and I just happened to be looking for it at that time. Um, and there is a boss in that who is bare-ass naked. Like, her butt is just out there for the world to see. She gets real sexual. Her boobs are almost completely visible. 
if you take any screenshot of that, regardless of the angle, mm-hmm. you are going to probably get banned in the Meverse. Well, I, the Meverse doesn't exist anymore. No, so I, guess I got saying, banned from the Meverse for a week. <clears throat> that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> I, I was playing Monster Hunter. Back okay. The one that you, I forget which one it was, right? Monster Hunter, whatever it was. They dropped the price when World came out on the Wii U of that mm-hmm. Monster Hunter to eight bucks and I bought it. I've never played it though. I, I had... The Wii U and the 3DS version, I'd, I'd yeah. swap it back. One was Generations and one was like Cross something. <clears throat> well, they work together. So you downloaded the weird app on your 3DS and the and on the in the <laughs> app on the Wii U, and you could swap your saves because it was okay. the same game. So when I left for work, I'd swap my save to my 3DS and I'd play at work. Then when I'd get home, I'd swap it back to the Wii U. It was awesome. Um, Sounds and awesome. In one of my MiU po- Wii U posts, I just drew a picture of shit, like a cartoon picture of like yeah. shit, like you'd get in a comedy, like, like a joke yeah. store, with flies and like you know stink lines and flies, <laughs> and I just wrote dung, right? Because it's called dung, and the yeah, and I got yeah. fucking banned. That's fantastic. I, and it was detailed. I spent like I spent like twenty minutes drawing that dung. <laughs> It never ceases to amaze me the detail that went into the Wii U, post, you, the Miiverse post. I used to fucking love the, the Miiverse, dude. I, I subscribed <laughs> to so many different game Miiverses, and I just scroll through, <laughs> and it was amazing. And It was, actually. Before, I'll give you that. Before they started with the stamps, where you could yeah. stamp, like, pre-made pictures. Yeah, it got less fun then. Yeah, and I remember my favorite one. I took a picture of it. I tweeted it, maybe, or something. This was back in easy mode days, but... uh. <laughs> it was when it was a general Miiverse. Like it was, I don't think it was the subject they wasn't game specific yet. Yeah, maybe for it was. A while. Well, maybe it was. Uh, I don't know where I was looking. Anyways, I was looking, and it was just this picture of like a real crudely drawn right of uh, a guy, homeless guy, clearly homeless, like <laughs> laying up against like a trash can, a bum, yeah, a bum, and he had like you know ripped jeans. And it it, it hold up a sign. And it said, Will Kickstart for food. And it said, Peter Molyneux. And he so drew a line to him. <laughs> <laughs> it was the best thing I ever seen in my life. <laughs> Will Kickstart. Hidden for genius. Food. Somebody needs to archive those things. Uh, actually, they might be archived. I think, I think so. Somebody I think said so. that, that yeah. Nintendo archived the Miiverse. Um, oh, that was in you know, the very early days, man. <laughs> that was my first week when I bought a Wii U. And I was. I was <laughs> We'll kickstart for food. I still nah. need to play so many games on the Wii U. Um, hey, man, I stand by the Wii U, man. I mean, if I do too. It, do it, it never ceases to amaze me. Uh, like, just how many times people are like, oh, yeah, well, now I'll play it because it's on the shitty Wii U. And I'm like, it it shouldn't <coughs> matter. But anyway. But Zombie U on the Wii U. That's why I bought a Wii U. Yep. Play Zombie I've, U. And that was amazing. It, it was glitchy as hell and had some issues, but with the gamepad, using the gamepad was. So awesome. Well, and I haven't played it. Like I've got Zombie U on the Wii U and I've they've given it away free on Steam and a couple other places. But like I wanna play that original version. And so I just need to play it. There again, the big core games on Wii U I already played through. I've I've destroyed 3D World and I've destroyed uh Yoshi's Woolly World and Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze. I did all those. I did play Ninja Gaiden 3. I don't ask me why. Devil's Third, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But like the ones that I really want to do are like, um, I never played Wonderful 101. Uh, I, I did play through Bayonetta 1 and 2, though, on that. Mm-hmm. But I, I never played like Wonderful 101, Zombie U, some of the games that I really should have. I bought them, so I know I've got them. I haven't even played through Fatal Frame 5, which was mm-hmm. digital only. 
Yeah. Do you remember that? You downloaded it for free and then you paid 50 bucks for it after level two. <laughs> after level two, they hit you up for money. It's yeah. great. But you have to download the whole 10 gig game. Mm-hmm. Anyway. I used to love Zombie U because uh, <clears throat> what it was was you, it was basically Dark Souls, but with zombies. Mm hmm. Like it, it, seriously, was just that. Oh, yeah. That's what and everybody says. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like a roguelike almost with zombies. It was awesome. And, and, what I liked was you sort of had this little hideout and you'd venture out, man, just like Dark Souls. So you'd venture away from your little campfire, but you'd venture out and and, cut, and you had to like get back. You know what I mean? Like the, the store your stuff right. and get back to the, and, uh, or you would die and it would be out there and then you had right, one shot to go back for it. Yeah. You would, um, basically this guy was, um, had cameras all over because you know in uh the uk there's cameras everywhere for the streets yeah, and yeah, stuff. i've heard about that and he yeah. was controlling that and you never knew who he he was he was always like in the but he was directing you like he was telling you and he would give you this thing called a prepper pad you know uh nice. like do and the prepper pad was in the game it looked like a wii u tablet and that's what he talked to you on and that's what your map was on your inventory and what i liked was your character would pull it out once. So if you wanted to use like your inventory, like going to your backpack, you would swipe mm-hmm. up on the gamepad, and on the gamepad, your your inventory slots would slide up. On the on the TV, your guy would take a knee and pull out his prepper pad. So you're looking at your Wii U because you're looking at the right. And on the screen, he's doing the same, but the game never paused. There was no pause right. So you were susceptible to yes. getting attacked. And yeah. so stuff like that would happen. Or you would hold up the, the Wii U pad and scan the area and you would make mark points. You know, you would you'd tag stuff. But by actually moving the Wii U pad around and looking, it was awesome. It was a good implement. And, you know, it's come out for the consoles, but it, I played it and, and they worked it out, you know, but it's not the same. It was cooler. That's, and that's the, how the, I felt. Yeah. Pet, you know? It just isn't going to have that stress. But you know what? Actually, speaking of Dark Souls, there's another thing coming out, uh, which I've never played a Dark Souls game. I played Demon Souls. I finally gave up on that uh, this weekend. Played a little bit more of it. But that game is just too janky and really hard and just, mm-hmm. wow. But I played and enjoyed Bloodborne. Mm-hmm. Um, never beat it, but got pretty damn far into it. Um, yeah, same here. I beat all the things that people said were a big problem. There's some side boss you don't even have to do. Actually, most of the hard bosses are side bosses you don't have to do. I beat the Blood Starved Beast, which everybody apparently had problems with. I beat the electric guy that kind of walks on all fours that's pretty brutal. Um, And I beat Rom, the big spider. And apparently, I'm okay after that. I don't know. Um, But Dark Souls Remastered hits uh, this week on Friday. I really like Dark Souls. I I got really into it. I never beat it. But uh, well, if you've I got, got it on PC, it's only twenty bucks for that version, and I do have it on PC. Nice. So I'm gonna start playing that. So again, I'm ran- I, It's it's gonna be real crowded for a while, where I'll have God of War, whatever else I'm playing on the side, as well as Dark Souls Remastered and uh, Vampire coming up here, um, which is the pre E3 thing I'm excited for. I'm really excited for Vampire. If I don't get a review copy, fuck it, I'll just buy it on mm-hmm. June 5th. But uh, I'm really looking forward to Vampire. Um, but uh, but yeah, we'll see with Dark Souls. Uh, I, I think I'm gonna stream it because Friday nights my daughter usually spends the night in her mom's 
bed with her and I sleep in my daughter's bed and stay up really late. And my daughter's got a queen size bed, so it's not like it's that bad. It's, in fact, it's the best sleep I get all week. Um, but I'm thinking I might stream that. Uh, I've never really live streamed from a PC, but apparently that's the easy way everybody can do it. So it can't be that hard. Um, but, uh, but yeah, yeah. So that's about what I've been doing. Um, and I think that's about it. Yeah, that's Uh, fine. That sounds good. I just wanted your opinion on one news story that came out this week. All right. And it's probably one nobody else cares about. But today it was revealed that Resident Evil 7 is coming to the Switch. Okay. Resident Evil 7 is a game that is very powerful. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense Resident Evil 7 could come to the Switch unless you did a re- do and this is what a lot of people are talking about they're saying the thing with the switch is everybody wants to put these games on the switch and and the audience clearly wants games on the switch over any other platform but what they're going to have to start doing and they learned this with dark souls remastered because if you want the switch version of dark souls remastered it doesn't come out it's been delayed because they couldn't get it to run steadily well ports aren't really ports anymore you know what i mean like they just do they're all based off the same architecture so it's kind of it's not quite this but it's kind of more similar to what i joke about all the time which is save as dot ps4 save as dot xbox one save as dot pc it's getting closer to that well the switch throws everything off because it doesn't have the hardware capabilities of these other platforms it doesn't even come close and it's not using the same architecture so you can't just save as dot switch you know what i mean they have to actually port them. And in many cases, the games just won't run. They've said, Capcom has said, Monster Hunter World will not run on the Switch like the way it, it is right now. Like, it's just not going to work. And so somebody said, uh, actually, Mark McDonald on 8.4 Play said, well, you're going to have to port it. You know how when people said there's no way you could get Mortal Kombat on the Game Boy, but they figured out how to do it? Uh-huh. That's a port job. They actually had to look at the strengths of that console right. and reprogram the damn thing from the ground up. They're going to have to do the same with Switch. And we're seeing very much that these companies don't want to do it. Right. Um, what did which they... Is- what did they do with um, like Skyrim and stuff when that came out on the Switch? Skyrim works because the Switch is roughly the same strength as the PS3. And I think okay. that's what they were doing with Dark Souls. All right. And I think what they realized was something didn't work quite out with Dark Souls. Now, you have to understand Skyrim. Uh, Skyrim was a janky PS3 it was. 360 game as well. But there's still, uh, there's I'm still not a lot sure. going on behind the yeah. under the hood of that game. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, was that, so, so that they, wasn't a port? They didn't. No, what I'm guessing they did was they ported the PC version. Okay. And see, Dark Souls never had a good, strong PC version. You have to mod the shit out of Dark Souls Prepare to Die Edition. Uh-huh. And so they probably were trying to adapt it, learned they couldn't do it. They tried to downscale the, the new versions that are coming out here on consoles, couldn't get that to work either. And they're learning they have to kind of rebuild certain parts from the ground up. And that's why it's been delayed. And we'll see. But that's that's just a, a company learning that they need to actually rebuild this stuff when they're using that platform. And the same is true of, you know, uh, of, of the uh, the Switch. Like, people were like, if you want to bring Monster Hunter World, maybe you've got to downgrade the graphics. And in doing so, you got to do, like, the Zelda thing, right? Like the... Like we talked about with Valkyria Chronicles, you got to do like the shade, cel-shaded stuff and, and downgrade the graphics, mm-hmm. but you can make it work. Well, with Resident Evil 7... They've chosen a different method, a cloud method. Ah. So you'll basically pay $15 for two months access to it, and you have access to Resident Evil 7 through cloud gameplay on the Switch. What do you think of this as somebody who is an early adopter to cloud gaming? Yeah. And to a certain extent, still kind of does it today. 
All right, so what what is the model again? Say that again. So you're going to play Resident Evil 7, but instead of trying to figure out how to make the Switch capable of running Resident Evil 7, it's just going to be gonna a streaming play like version. a PC version streamed to your Switch. Ooh. Interesting? It is interesting because that... Well, because like it's one of those things where I really think I'm going to drop the 15 bucks and and and, and it rent it just to see. You have to. I don't need to play through Resident Evil no, Seven you for see. a fourth time, but because I think he, I'm or for a third time, but I think I'm going to. It's technically a fourth time for me, but well, well, that's just a weird thing, right? Because then yeah, any games open to play on the Switch, right? Like well, any I game, think that's no what. where that's what people are saying. If this is successful and it pull like it's got to technologically pull it off and then it's got to be successful at like making money. Mm-hmm. But if they can make both of those things happen, this opens the door to a very interesting thing. And if it catches on on the Switch, we could start seeing maybe not necessarily streaming, but especially like you talk about Game Pass, that's another big one. You're going to start to see like we're getting closer to this whole concept of Netflix as a game uh-huh. service. Yes. And so it's an interesting one. I think that was just announced today, but I'm very curious to see. All right. And I think if this happens, it's only a matter of time. You know, they're, they're doing that Monster Hunter um, that was on the 3DS. It got re-released on the Switch. Mm-hmm. As like I think it was called Monster Hunter Generations X or something, and then it was called Double Cross in Japan right. on the Switch. They're gonna call it like Generations Ultimate yeah. or something here. I, yeah, it's just that's a weird thing, right? Because if they they could get World running on the Switch, and if they did, people apparently will go nuts. But not, but not only that, whatever tech, whatever they're using to to make that happen, if it's smooth, first of all, that that means anybody can do it. Right. So. Right. Exactly. Um. Yeah. So that's a that that's a weird thing to watch for. And the thing is, like, uh, streaming games as a service, net, you know, games as a Netflix service, whatever, isn't new. It's just no one. No, it's just never caught on. Right. I mean, I've been doing it ever since Game Tap or whatever that's that what I'm talking about. thing was way back. It was Game Tap, and then it was On Live, and then it was. Yeah, and uh, I've tried them all, and they they've yeah. all worked. There's just not- they did for you on the East Coast in Kansas. It's all shit. But. Right. So uh, when I lived in uh, my old house, I had uh, fiber or whatever. Right. You know? And I have fiber, but it doesn't help me. PlayStation now is shit. So, yeah. But the Switch isn't isn't wired. Right. So when I was no. when I was doing on live, that was a wired connection. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Right, and I I do have some concerns there. Um, like so, although I, if I get my switch right, like uh, I don't know. But, For me, I would probably be playing this docked, mm-hmm. and my switch dock is right next to my Google Fiber Wi-Fi, so it it gets like two hundred Mbps. Like it it does it does just mm-hmm. fine. But if you if you're, but you know, because now you. So you could sit in bed on a little screen, could do that playing too, yeah. Resident Evil Seven, right? In all its gl- PC glory or whatever the whatever version they're streaming to you. Yeah, depending on your streaming speeds. Right. Now, granted, my laptop will also allow me to enjoy Resident Evil Seven in a small screen in my bedroom right. in all its PC glory as well. But yes, but you, but right, but not in a handheld uh, console fashion. 
Correct. Not in the, the portability that is the, the conven in the convenience of a controller and a screen. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you can sit mm -hmm. with the laptop on your lap. I, I you know, and whatever. Um, yeah, that that's interesting to me. Just because if they if they can nail streaming, especially now with um, you know, if you if you have a little 4K screen or you got some shit and they're streaming some crazy PC 4K version of a game. Mm -hmm. I mean, what's the future of regular games? Well, I mean, Steam's kind of started doing that. Granted, you have to own the game, but right. like right now I can stream any game mm -hmm. to my... I can play Vanquish on my cell phone nice. um, through my Steam app. I love it. I love all this so stuff, man. I, I, like downstairs in my house, and I've tested this. This works. It's called Steam Link. It's mm -hmm. not great, great, but it's it's okay. And again, I'm, I've heard it's very router dependent. And unfortunately, mm -hmm. Google Fiber really limits your router. So maybe I would have had better luck on a different router. But yeah, like I can stream. Uh, my smart TV has the Steam Link app also. Mm -hmm. So like my Samsung, I can connect a Bluetooth controller to it. And I can play any game on my Steam library as long as my gaming PC in my bedroom or my yeah. office <clears throat> like is what, ready to go. Like, what if the Switch, right? Let's say they did made some move, not just Resident Evil, Sarah. Let's say in-house. Let's say Nintendo games only. Like, every Nintendo game that's mm -hmm. up for the Switch right now, right? It's a Nintendo brand game, right? <clears throat> you know, your Mario Kart, your Donkey Kong Country, all right. that bullshit. Um, what if... It was like you can you can buy the games full price at the store, whatever. Have them, have your library. Or buy or, them digitally, yeah. Right. Or rent them. Or or have them digitally, buying them. Or there's a, a ten dollar a month service where all those games are streamable, like like Netflix. Yeah, I mean, it's Nintendo. I don't think it'd be that cheap, but yeah, I know that. I mean, but I'm just is, saying when yeah. you hit a future where. Uh, you know, Game Pass is like that, except it's select games, right? It's not the it's select games here and there, and you're downloading, right? It's not like a which I like more, but I get it. Streaming but, is how this is really going to be but, a big deal. Yeah, what if they were like, you know, day and date? You can go out there and buy the game. You can buy it digitally. You own it, or you subscribe to this service, ten, fifteen bucks a month, and those games come out. The, the same as as you know the the copies or whatever, but the it's just like a Netflix service where you're streaming them. Yeah, it'd be cool. I don't think Nintendo would ever do it. I'm but, just uh, I'm just using them would. as an example because this is yeah. what it's coming out on. You know, although a version of what Capcom's doing, where you get like two months of time for fifteen bucks, like if they did, you know, I I could see Nintendo doing like. 20 bucks for like mm -hmm. two weeks or and, something and, or a month. And I get it. PlayStation now is a streaming service. I mean, but again, but they're it, not PlayStation four games, I think is the problem. Yeah. And they're, they're very odd PlayStation three. <laughs> it's a very weird. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that. Bundle of games. I mean, it's fun as shit. Like I subscribed for six months or something when they had a deal and I had my, and deal. I had my fun because it was just crazy booting up his <laughs> weird games. You're like, where did this come out? Brazil? Like, what, <laughs> what crazy <laughs> PS3 game is this? I've never heard of it. And uh, so that that was a fun experience on its own. But I'm just saying, like, it would be it would be a cool future if, you know, it's like 
coming out today, the new Tomb Raider. Uh, buy it in the store, download it digital, or on the street, or play it on the streaming service. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or a monthly. It, that that that's you know because sometimes I would think I would rather do that because of my you know my yeah, weird I, like my weird gaming habits of where I sit there and I don't know what I want to play and I'm just in the mood for weird shit. Sometimes I think I'd rather. You know, that's why I got that Game Pass. That's why I pay for that. The problem with Game Pass is, you know, a few games, tr- new games trickle out every month or so or every few months. And once I, you know, right now I look at them, there's, there's no reason to look at them. I know what's in there. Yeah, because they don't shift that drastically. I think like one goes out and two come in every month. Right. Or something. And you look at them, and you go, okay, those are two new ones at the top. All right. And everything I want, I already have downloaded. Right. Uh, that That's the reason I haven't gotten Game Pass mm-hmm. yet, is because I own almost every right. major title on Game Pass. Um, the reason I do want to use the trial, I have the one, when you buy the Xbox One X, you get a code for one month free, mm-hmm. and you can only use a one of the Game Pass trials. You can't bump them up or do two in a row or anything like that. Once you've redeemed a free trial, regardless of which one it is, that's it. Mm. You, you're done. Um, you have to pay for it after that. And I don't mind paying for it after that. Mm-hmm. But I want to jump in to get a game that I like. And since Sea of Thieves isn't a real game, yeah. despite what everybody keeps mm-hmm. telling you. Um, and State of Decay seems like it's great for some people. I don't have the time commitment State of Decay 2 requires, so I'm not going to jump at it. And I do have State of Decay 1. I bought that like Ultimate Edition that was mm-hmm. on Windows. Um, <clears throat> so I've got that if I ever wanted to try State of Decay to see if I'd like to. Um, Crackdown 3, though, everyone's... I, I'm starting to see it show up for pre-orders randomly on stores. I think GameStop, Walmart, and Amazon suddenly have it for pre-orders. And so does CD keys for some reason. And everybody's expecting Microsoft to drop a game at E3. I don't know where this rumor came from, but that's what people keep saying. And I keep thinking it's going to be Crackdown 3. Because nobody knows quite what to think of Crackdown 3. Like, it didn't seem that special at E3 last year when I played it. Mm. And so we'll see. But... I. I'm not a huge fan of Crackdown. Like, I don't see what all the... I played the first one. It was a product of its time. Yeah. but with, it, was, it was to get the Halo 3 demo, and we happened to have a fun co-op game at the same time. But in a world where, you know, in a world where you have Just Causes and Saints Rose games that have already, ru- that is, already yeah, run they, their course, like, I don't know, you started... They, they made Crackdown 2, and it wasn't great. And then Saints Row made the true Crackdown yeah, 2, and sure. so we're good. Saints Row 4 is Crackdown 2. Yeah. Like, it's the Crackdown 2 you always wanted. So, and so I have no idea what they'll do with Crackdown 3, but I am willing to give up my one-month free subscription to find out. <laughs> well, my Game Pass, you know, like I said, I've, I've got enough time out of it that it's been worth the money just from Mad Max and my XCOM and my State of Decay and... and Well, and I don't know that I will mm-hmm. get my, my money's right. worth out of it, but I you need to know that like it's one of those foredrawn conclusions that when I do start my free trial to Game Pass, I kind of know I will continue paying for it every month anyway. Yeah. No, I like, it's just one I, of those I, things I know. I canceled my EA Access. I think that just ran out in uh, end of May. I mine think. hasn't run out yet, but I've, I've canceled it. There's, I think mine's up in September. There is nothing in there. Ever. I mean, there is actually, but it's like old stuff that you don't need. You know what I mean? And there's yeah. nothing new coming. 
we'll see what this year is. I know there's a new, I feel pretty confident. Well, this is bleeding into the next week's territory or next episode's ter- uh-huh. territory, but yeah, like, yeah, there's no reason for EA access and the game passes is, is a significantly larger uh-huh. deal. Yeah. Um, I'd like to see them maximize that by like offering you a year of game pass for like 80 bucks or something like where they kind of like uh-huh. make it a little cheaper if you buy in advance. Cause I'd prefer to buy it every year along with my Xbox live. Right. <clears throat> well, but, I don't know to get back to your original thing. Like, uh, I think that's awesome. The, yeah, we'll have to see. I don't know if a release date's been announced, but I know it's coming. Now, I, I don't, know it's coming soon. I don't know if the pricing for that individual game is good or bad. Like, I, I, I you know, whatever you said it was going to be. The install's a 45 megabyte file. Mm-hmm. And then um, pay. Oh, well, it was 13 pound, so I assumed that meant uh, $15. But no, it's actually $20. It's called... Um, Oh, okay. It's it's only in Japan for right now, and it's called Biohazard Resident Evil, obviously, cloud version. Right. And it's coming out May 24th in Japan with no word on the Western release. However, I have a Japanese Switch account because ja- uh, Switch is region free. I just wonder if the cloud service will work. Right. And when you're starting to stream from Japan, you might yeah. run into some serious problems. And, and so... How much is the game? You said it's twenty dollars for like a limited access. That's what I mean. So you know, you know, it's not like a discounted price, and you get in the whole game. You find it. I mean, technically, Capcom would probably consider it a sixty dollars game even now, despite what retailers say. But but you basically it's basically pay to play as you go. Time based, maybe right? Twenty bucks for so long. Yeah, you can play a demo for 15 minutes for free, and then 180 days is 2,000 yen, which is around 13 pounds, but that's about Mm -hmm. 20 bucks for us. So do you like like the timed um, aspect of it, opposed to like a chat? Because it's 180 days, like it's like, (laughs) if you can't beat it in that period of time, then... Well, you know, we, we... Because we, you know, you get in a habit with some of these games that go by chapters, right? You're buying the chapters. Right. Do you, right. Would you, so would you rather chap, paying by chapter or having a, I rather time limits. I like time limits. Paying for a chunk of time and then, yes. you know. Episodic like, gaming has been proven time and time again to just be an ineffective way to deliver a video game. I mean, that's how I treat red, that's how I treat red box games, right? Paying for a chunk of time. I'm paying for a weekend. See, I get to I get to cheat a little bit more than that. We have family video still around here, and so it's a full blown rental place. Oh, so nice. if I want to play Detroit this Friday, if I want to tell my boss, "Hey, I'm running out real quick because it's up the street from my work," and head over there at like nine forty five, and it's always me and that one fucking dude in your in your town that has no job, mm-hmm. and he is in his thirties, and he's. He's still streaming trees. He streams all the newest games when they come out because of family video rental. Eight bucks, you get it for five days. And he hasn't caught on yet. He's got 13 subscribers and two of them are his mom and her and his dad. But like eventually they're going to fucking do it. And he's 48, but like he's still got time. You know, that guy's up there with me too. And then you just pray that you're there before him and or that they have two copies, <laughs> um, which is kind of what you deal with. But Well... 
Ah, uh, I think that's a cool thing. So yeah, yeah, it, it, and knowing it's May twenty fourth, that means uh, that's that's this Thursday. So I'll want to jump on my Japanese account and, and especially with the fifteen minute demo for free, may as well give it a go. But nice. uh, report back. Yes, yes, I'll give it a go. I, I almost kind of think I want to broadcast it live just so if it's a if it's a shit show. Well, but then that would bog down my internet. Probably don't want to do that. Yeah, you need all that bandwidth, man. Open those. Yeah, just in oh. case. I'll just record it live and we'll just see what happens. Gotta open the pipes, man. Get those pipes open. <laughs> so, all right. Well, let's say we call it to a close. We're at we're at two hours. We'll I like call it. Call it here. So. Um. So, uh, Trees, uh, as usual, GamingHistory101.com, we're every two weeks. Uh, next time, uh, the episode will go live on the 6th, and we'll record it the week of the 6th. That'll be right before E3. So, we decided, we, well, I decided, and Trees went along with it, that we would do a, uh, pre, <laughs> our, our pre-3 show. I always like to call it the pre-E3 show. So, that'll be next time. Uh, we're going to have a guest. Andy Urquhart from 42 Level 1 will be joining us uh, from Scotland. Late, late, late his time, Trees. It's going to be, I think, 2 in the morning when he joins us. Dedication. So, yeah, he's hardcore. Um, so he will be joining us for that episode. And we'll be just talking about E3. And uh, we'll see what everybody brings to the table. I like it. So kind of our expectations coming out of it because I am super psyched. But it's every year I'm super psyched mm-hmm. for E3. It doesn't matter what's happening. Even though people are thinking this year is going to be a down year. But we'll talk about that when we when we do the episode. <laughs> but. Anyway, anything else you want to pimp before we uh, we call this? No, I'm good. I'm good, man. All right, man. Well, until then, till next time, peace out. Later. <laughs>